0: And welcome back to HCS Weekly. I thought, yo,
1: this is my life. I have to go pro with Halo. In my head, thought that that was more efficient, and I guess I was right. He was like the god. <sighs> we would have to two v one, like just to beat this guy. Like <laughs> no, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll try to
2: you <laughs> You're like, oh, see you guys later. A lot of
0: Halo in my life, man. It's been a, it's been a fun journey. I love it. Hello and welcome back to HCS Weekly, your weekly destination for all things HCS. I'm your host, Shyway. We are back once again. The E3 press conference wrapped up on Sunday. Halo Infinite has been revealed. And, man, Chief looks good. I'm excited to see what comes from this game. And, of course, we've got to talk about the trailer. we got to talk about Halo. There's so much going on with Halo right now in the summer. And, of course, one of the best individuals to talk about it is a legendary pro neighbor himself who will be joining us a little bit later on the show. But before we get there, we've got our news. We've got our trick jump. Let's jump into the news with Matt rums from dukecombo.com how's it going maddie hey what's going on man good to see you once again dude what did you think of e3 of the let's start with the press conference what did you think of the press conference overall just a first,
1: i liked it uh yeah a bunch of games that look pretty good i would have liked to see a little more gameplay rather than just uh cinematic yes. trailers but what i saw mm-hmm. i like cyberpunk looks awesome
0: yeah Definitely. You know what? I think the the a good comparison to make was the Doom presentation from Bethesda yeah. versus Microsoft's presentation. Like it, that, it's night and day. Like the Doom gameplay, that stole the show of that presentation. Like it was exciting, yeah. it was it was engaging. All they had to do was the same thing for Gears of War. Get some guy who's reasonably good, like pretty good at Gears, and have him play a vertical splice of the game and just kill it, just wreck some locusts, and we'd be hyped. Like that's all. Yeah, they had, I bet a
1: few people were disappointed with Gears because it's coming out real soon and they saw that. Like, September.
0: It's coming yeah. out in September, dude. And they have I'm sure they've got plenty of awesome footage. So like yeah, it doesn't have to be a live gameplay on stage where it's all freaky and there's latency and stuff. Just like pre record something where a guy's kicking ass and then play it and people are going to be excited to see that. Apart from that, like they showed some good games, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But as the trailer goes, uh I liked it. I thought it looked great. Yeah. Um, it didn't really like I'm still excited I've been excited for the game, but it didn't bring it up anymore because I was expecting a good something good to be shown and what they showed was good Sure, was, is what I was expecting you know
0: you know what I think it's we so a lot of us had expectations on gameplay right and that that's an yeah. expectation fueled by the fact that this is the longest period of time we've had between halo releases it's it's been like four, it's going to be five years basically yeah, almost well, five and, yeah yeah right so that people want gameplay on top of the fact that there are a couple like you know, like unsubstantiated news articles by what I thought were reputable sources. Like if you look at the OXM. I yeah, know, yeah, that was uh, a big one. Yeah, that was yeah, a big one. And what, what, who said this? Um... On twitter who was that? Why, why can't moses. Say it moses there you go moses on twitter he called it out the oxm like official xbox magazine it said there will be gameplay this is like a leak and it'll be on stage it'll be playing on the xbox scarlet or something and then people just everybody's expectations went through the roof so yeah. not getting gameplay you know i understand the disappointment that comes with that but i think the message if you take time you re-watch the trailer you read the halo waypoint article linked in the Halo post, I think that article really says a lot. It kind of just talks about what they want to accomplish with the game, their kind of mission for the game, and I think there's something very powerful in that message. I think they really are trying to adhere to the the, the most hardcore of hardcore fans for Halo. It really goes back to that classic Spartan that we know and love, uh, the Master Chief. So I, I think they kind of showed just enough, because if they showed gameplay and they had sprint or like one thrust ability or something, I feel like yeah. there would be a lot of discussion on the internet there would be people taking sides and it would be crazy and we got a year to release. So I think they played it safe but they did a pretty good job to win back, you know, some of the people who uh who might, you know, previously not be or who might have stepped out, right?
1: Yeah, as much as I wanted to see gameplay, I'd rather them just take their time and, you know, stick to the plan. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, let's see what we got as far as news goes, right? Because we always have our MCC playlist updates. Uh, we've yeah. got Halo CE, Halo 2, Halo 3, and matchmaking apparently. Give me the rundown,
1: Maddie. Yeah, uh, they made a few little bug fixes and patches. In and, uh, Halo CE, they removed the auto-aim and the red reticle from the rocket launcher. Apparently, okay. uh, auto-aim was added to it for Halo PC, and then it was never changed back for MCC. Uh, they added more uh score to win betrayal booting and time limit options to the custom games right. and uh they adjusted time and score limits for mayhem in action sack
0: so a lot of little balancing tweaks uh yeah that's what
1: majority of the of these changes were right right makes uh, sense for halo 2 they fixed uh a big issue actually if you played halo 2 uh anyone who plays it experiences a lot of trading. But they okay. fixed the issue that made kill, tra- kill trading more common. Then uh, it's supposed to be more like the original than uh, I guess what we've been seeing. Okay. Because I think what it was was uh, the person who was host was still getting shot even though the player was technically like declared dead. Okay. The weapon was still firing. After they explained a little more Which in the I hate to host. see.
0: Yeah. yeah, like latency-based trading where you clearly yes. got the kill first. Yeah, so they uh,
1: they fixed something that should help that out. Uh, okay. They disabled the infinite sudden death and they changed. What achieved. was that? I guess what when do you went the sudden death, it just kept going on and on. Maybe they added a time limit. They didn't put a specifics in, so I'm not too sure. And oh, I'm,
0: oh, sorry, infinite sudden death. Sorry, I read yeah. that wrong. I thought that was like something to do with like a suicide or something. Like You're caught in like an, in, an infinite suicide loop or something like crazy.
1: And then they changed the uh, the rank delta from plus minus ten to plus minus fifteen, which should help for matchmaking.
0: Okay. All right. So some good tweaks there as well. Of course, Halo 3, more of uh more of the same.
1: Yeah, they added there was apparently a, a hardcore construct map variant that was missing from custom games, so they added that in. Nice. Uh, they enabled betrayal booting and adjusted gravity settings in the Speed Demons game. Awesome. And then, as far as matchmaking, they just disabled uh, Friendly Fire in the Fiesta mode. Okay, okay, so a little nothing, tweak there. Nothing, Yeah, nothing Thank huge, you. just little uh, little bug fixes and patches to yeah. improve the games.
0: And right now, I know a lot of the team is just focused on E3, and I mean, if you look at HCS as well, I feel like they, they just had a couple posts for the weekend. It was, like, just the E3 posts and kind of, like, not too much around that. They were... Uh, they kind of slowed it down and really just wanted to focus on the, the main content pieces. Uh, of course, you have the link to the Halo Waypoint article, the relevant article here. All of that's present on newcombo.com as well, so you guys can go there and check that out. Uh, we have events coming up that were announced, right? So we, we already knew about the Face at London, but we got another event this time, and it's the Red Bull Rise Till Dawn 2019 Yeah, I think, I think this one surprised
1: a lot of people. Uh, I don't think anyone really saw it coming, but uh, it's an HCS grassroots event that's going to be uh-huh. held on July 13th. It's a two v two tournament. It's going to be held on the 99th floor of the Willis Tower in Chicago. And if I don't know if you've been to Chicago and have been to this tower, when you get up there, it's an awesome scene. So it should be real cool to play. You right. get a, you get an overlook of like the entire city because the, it's just windows everywhere. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, but it's really cool.
0: I I remember not overhearing but like reading some tweets that said the schedule for it was really weird though it like yeah. starts at like 8 p.m or something it yeah, goes like way started, into the
1: a.m the magic yeah. start around 8:30 and okay. it ends at 5 30 in the morning so oh literally, my God. it literally is rise till dawn
0: yeah. Oh, OK. Well, they're, they're, now the name makes sense. I don't know why I didn't put that together. But I guess for a lot of gamers who basically are night owls, we live in the night anyway. It couldn't be that rough to stay up maybe a couple more hours. I know when I play with Batchford, he's in Europe and it's like 1130 p.m. and he's playing with me. I'm like, dude, it's got to be like five or six a.m. where, where you are. Like, you're, you're crazy. What are you doing? That's just like a daily thing for him anyway. Um, but yeah, I guess you guys are grinding late. It's happening in Chicago. We got prize pools as well. What do we
1: got? Yeah, so uh, first place gets $5,000, second place is $3,500, and third place is $1,500. Nice. But they're also holding a free-for-all tournament that's going to be held during black- bracket play. So I guess if you've gotten eliminated, you can participate in this free-for-all tournament. Okay. And they're gonna—it's no cash prize, but they're gonna have prizes from their Red Bull partners, which I think I saw was like HyperX and Alienware, I think. So you might be able to get some pretty cool stuff from there. Some some gamer swag for sure. Yeah. And it costs, it's $100 per team. And it says there's very limited space. So if you're interested to sign up now.
0: Yeah, it does sound like a very exclusive event. Even just saying it's on like a level of a building, like a specific floor, like I can't imagine there's too much space to work with there. So it'll be very, very cool venue, but small, exclusive space. Make sure you guys try to get in there as early as possible if you plan on competing. A uh, little recap on E3. I know we talked about it a bit. Uh, you said there's the Discover Hope trailer. And then what's this about Sketch's post on Xbox.com? On uh, Xbox.com,
1: they have a, uh, their news is called Xbox Wire. And Sketch posted. A uh, little article on there talking about uh, mainly Reach. Right. And we got some new information from it. He uh, he says that public fighting is coming this month. Let's go. So we they said that, that before though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I think since it's an E3 thing, I feel like it's kind of more official. You know.
0: Yeah, I, but, I did uh, get a a peek at some of the E3 content from Reach, right? Because they had the campaign demos, and then somebody grabbed a quick uh video of the settings, all the yeah, and settings. Yeah. Sketch. Yeah, there you go. Um and that looked pretty exciting too. Even just seeing that, I was like, damn, now I'm more interested in this than Halo Infinite. We got a year yeah. to wait for infinite. Let's let's see what's happening on PC, right?
1: Yeah, and I saw even a PC gamer tweeted out they had posted an article and it said that uh that Halo Reach on PC feels like a PC game. Right. So I saw that good. too.
0: Yeah, it feels like a proper PC, and it which it should. And I know it's it's a long project, it's a long time coming from these guys to get everything perfect with field of view, with varying resolutions, like a PC hardware, whatever it is. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm hoping that you know, as soon as they nail it, they get it out there. People are going to love it. They're going to jump on it. Is the Steam most wish-listed game, right? So, so we're yeah. we're hoping uh, it really brings a lot of audience to the game. Did you see Ninja's tweets by the way? Ninja's like totally down to play Halo Infinite. I don't know if you guys have been keeping track on any of the uh, the big like celebrities on twitter here but Ninja, nah, I haven't seen him. he's very excited for halo infinite it seems it's like he was saying something about like it feels like we've been waiting forever for the next halo game he's replying to other halo pros tweets he seems invested so just knowing that he could very well be coming back with the next halo release that's automatically like it's yeah, that's, that's over good. yeah hundreds of thousands of people who are all of a sudden exposed to halo that may not have been so that that just bodes well um tournament results as well we got
1: oh yeah but i just wanted to oh yeah. to the, the sketches post he also said that uh each title for mcc on pc will be purchased can be purchased for 9.99 individually okay. except for odst will be 4.99 because it's campaign only but he also mentioned they announced uh, the game pass for pc as well and all the titles will be included in game pass for pc
0: they're killing it with Game Pass, right? I know oh, yeah. The Game Pass
1: Ultimate is yeah. a, a steal. For, I think it was like $15 a month. You get it for Xbox and PC.
0: Yeah. On, on top of the fact that the day of E3, they added like 21 new games to Game Pass, and some of those are gems. Like, if you guys have never heard of Hollow Knight, go download it right now and play it. It's freaking amazing. Like, it's so good. Uh, so they, they did add a lot of good stuff to it. Game Pass Ultimate is is I guess the best way to subscribe to it all. Uh, so some great things there. And yeah, like you said, coming to uh, to Game Pass all the Halo titles. I guess if you don't already own it, you want to buy them individually. There is a price tag for that on PC. But I'm assuming if you already own it on Xbox, do you have to repurchase the individual titles on Steam or?
1: I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that you do that. It's not gonna it's not a play anywhere hmm. title. Okay. So uh, I'm pretty sure that you have to repurchase. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes when we get there. Uh, yeah, even... infinite's a different story, but I'm pretty sure yeah. MTC you have to repurchase it. All right.
0: All right. Fair enough. Uh, tournament results that were happening in the meantime. We've got a Europa Halo Double Down number one.
1: Yeah. So this took place on Sunday. It was a two v two tournament. First place went to Akashi and Kagami, which was Legends and Saika. So some Naruto played...
0: references right there, by the way. Is that what that is? I,
1: I naturally I've never watched Naruto, and I'll probably get roasted for it. But wait, actually, is it? I don't know.
0: I actually don't know if it is. It it, it almost is.
1: Uh yeah. yeah. Second place was the <laughs> Presso Expresso, which was Splashy and Havoc. Third place was the Finishers, which is Tommy the Krogan and Sammy the Ferris. Okay. And uh yeah, that's just the top three. I put the top eight up on the website. Right. You we can see it all the there. Bracket. Yeah.
0: Uh, and yeah, just good to see Europa Halo's been killing it. I know they have more events coming up in the near future as well. They, they showcase their whole time frame for it all, so you guys can get involved with that. If you're a European Halo fan, you got a lot coming. On top of that, you have got London coming up. So a big reason to get back on the Halo 3 grind. So a lot of exciting stuff there. Uh, events this week as well, to close this up. Uh, yeah,
1: Friday, uh, June 14th, uh, Carolina Gaming League is hosting a Halo 3 2v2 online. So anyone, and it's North American only. Nice. But uh, anyone can play. It's online. You can register for that now. Perfect. Uh, and Sunday, June 16th, if you're a Halo Wars player, Breaking the Clutch has their E-League June Open. Awesome.
0: So you guys go. Those are the events coming up this week. Of course, we have plenty more in the near future. For any more information on what we just talked about, please go check out noobcombo.com. Matty Robbins runs it. He's got all the details there. It's all organized and easy for you guys to navigate, so make sure to check that out. Matty, thank you for joining me once again.
1: Anytime, man. See Let's you, see
0: all right, that ends our news for the week so far. We've also got our trick jump as well. Let's jump into our trick jump with, with clearly me in our uh, trick jump segment. What am I saying right now, clearly? I'm getting – I'm stumbling. <laughs> Help me. I, I well, had I'm something here. else that I wanted to say, and then I lost my train of thought, and then I'm like, what what is this segment, the trick jump segment with, with, uh, with clearly me? Just stunned me, man. I know you got amazing jumps. I think – did you already give me the, the hints that there was, because uh, I know last week we talked about that crazy one off the pylon, and then I was like, how did you get there? And then you linked me to another tweet. Mm-hmm. Was, that, uh, was that you're seeing or no?
3: No, the um, the high ground clip that I sent you, that crazy quickscope I got in a sniper cave. Right. That's what I'm showcasing today.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I saw
3: mm-hmm.
0: that one too, that was nice. Yes. Right, let's
3: right, let's check it out. See, yeah, so I posted this to Twitter the other day, and I titled it something along the lines of how to... Uh, how to keep a sniper rifle when you're stuck in Sniper Cave. And I throw a couple quick frags here to deter the guy to give me some time to heal up, and I noticed a guy on Laser Tower. And like how you said you noticed be exposed. guy. Yeah.
0: Because when, when I saw that, I was like, did he
3: notice him, though?
0: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. All right, we have to replay it. we got yeah. we got to see that,
3: because I totally just didn't let you talk about the good parts here. Oh, no, you're good. Um, but, yeah, I hit a little ghost jump right up this wall here. Um, and there's this little ledge you can stand on, and it's actually fairly wide. You can crouch and walk down um, a fair amount of it. Um, but the guy thought he had me 100%, and he came around that corner 100% confident. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, uh, a lot of people don't know about that spot, and it's extremely easy to do uh, once you know exactly where to jump, um, when to jump, Um and it just comes in handy, man. And yeah. I, I pretty much I hit it almost every single time I attempt it. I like that, that you mentioned. Um, sorry, sorry, what was that? No, you're good. No, continue. I was just saying, I like that you mentioned the confidence
0: on that challenge, because you're so right. Mm-hmm. That guy, yeah. he jumps around the corner expecting you to be there. Like, look at this guy, mm-hmm. like completely baffled. Yep. Wait for it. Oh, no, just okay, just skipped up my screen. Yeah. I'm not sure if you saw that. But yeah. he literally jumped out with the expectation. Yeah, there he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, dude, you just did him dirty. <laughs> uh, so you said it's a, a ghost jump on the wall there? Is that yes. the main thing?
3: Yeah. Um, there's a specific spot you have to line up with because um, it only registers in one specific spot. Um, but once you realize exactly where that is and when to jump, it's almost 100% um, every single time you try, yeah. almost. Um, but, yeah, that guy had a ton of confidence, and I, I uh, destroyed him. <laughs> yeah
0: i like how you're constantly searching for jumps outside of the typical like competitive map pool would you say like most of the craziest jumps that you're finding are even outside of that like you're i, I guess you're always just looking
3: through everything what about campaign too uh, i mean a little of everything um i really haven't exposed myself to too much campaign um there's uh, some friends of mine have made some uh crazy montages of just strictly campaign stuff i mean across all halos not just halo 3 Right. Um, But there's a ton of content that you can uh, pull up in in the campaign, and I plan on eventually trying to do that at some point, just to have some fresh stuff to do. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, after a while running through the maps, um, a lot of the uh, hardcore MLG maps, you know, are the more popular maps, and they're kind of run dry for the most part. Um, Right. People have been all over them, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to find uh, new content um, or... Um, exposing people to tutorials that they don't already know about you know right right Um, so you do kind of get run dry, and um, I think that knowing jumps on the non-hardcore maps are equally as important Mm -hmm. as far as uh, you know learning more about map awareness and uh, just being more open-minded to learning things like that Right, right right And uh, I also got to ask,
0: man, as a guy who loves the classic Chief, what did you think about the trailer, by the way, on the weekend? Oh,
3: man, I, I loved it. Yeah, I really what do you
0: think did. about Chief?
3: Um, it's like a good mixture of Halo 2 and Halo 3. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the um, the armor from Halo 2 and Halo 3, it's pretty much like a good mixture right down the middle of, of both of those, and I love that. Yeah. Um, I really hope that, you know, with this new Halo, we get that classic feel that a lot of us have really been hoping and dreaming for. Yeah, um, that I feel like we've uh, lost touch with over uh, Halo Four and Halo Five. I see neighbor crossing his fingers yeah. in the corner. We've <laughs> got
0: him in the corner of the screen here. He wants that yeah. that uh, that classic feel back I, for sure.
3: I posted a comment on a uh, on Halo's post because they posted it. To their they posted the trailer to their Twitter shortly after, uh-huh. and um, I got a bunch of likes on it. Um, but I, I just said. Um, just give us Halo 3 physics and a 1 to 50 ranking system, and we'll, we'll all be fine. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I definitely think, as far as their direction for the story and and just the sounds and the look of everything, they are going back to like that's the Halo 1 shield recharge like sound, without a doubt. Like oh, yeah. you just you can't mistake those noises. You can't mistake the way the Chief looks. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's setting a hell of a precedent. I wonder how they're going to follow up. You know what I mean? You're you're oh, bringing. Yeah. You're bringing in a massive community, a lot of hype and expectation. It's a scary situation. I understand the need to innovate the game, and I think that the game should be innovated, you know? Oh, yeah. But, uh, but how they choose to do it, it's going to be interesting. So.
3: And so. I really I really hope for what I do, there's uh, some big opportunities for me to, uh, you know, grow the, commu- the trick jump community and be able right. to do what I do now, you know? Um, but one thing I want to point out in that trailer is the emotional grasp that trailer has and i feel like uh 343 with halo 5 especially i didn't feel emotionally attached to the storyline uh-huh. and immediately i mean watching that trailer uh like that that guy that we don't know any any anything about we don't even know his name you know he was looking at that hologram of i i believe to be his wife maybe i don't know um but as somebody who has uh, two uh, children myself Um, Seeing something like that really grabbed my heartstrings, you know, and it it really pulled me in. Yeah. Um, And I'm really I'm really intrigued to what the story is going to be. And I feel like they already emotionally grabbed me just by that little six minute snippet, you know.
0: Yeah, they're doing what they can to pull you in for sure. I was watching some reactions to it as well. I saw Vito's reaction. You guys should check that out if you haven't seen it. It's very wholesome mm-hmm. reaction. The guy is just giddy. Like, he's got the shivers, like, looking at Chief. <laughs> it was, uh, it, it kind of gave me that feeling, too, just, like, it's vicariously through his excitement. I, mm-hmm. I feel it, man. I think a lot of people have been waiting to see Chief like that, you know, forever. And and that oh, yeah. story just, you know, yeah, just, just building such a foundation for, um, just... for the game.
3: Oh yeah, and yeah. I'm so I'm just so like you, you said vetoed. I'm just so excited to see all these people just so in tune with each other and in their excitement, you know. Right. I, I really haven't seen too much negativity surrounding the the trailer. Which um, is good. And it, yeah. And it, like you mentioned uh, earlier about Ninja, um, seeing people like that chiming in, it's it's really yeah. exciting, and yeah. I can't wait to see what Halo's feature is going to be. So um
0: so in the meantime, you're going to be trick jumping your way till 2020. Uh, yeah. what, what are we going to see from you? How do we get involved with the trick jump community? Uh, how can we have more people, you know, join this cause?
3: I will be posting some links to uh, my trick jumping Discord server that I created um, on, Tw- on uh, Mixer and on Twitch. I'll post it after my segment is over. Nice. Um, my trick jump Discord server consists of um, many people who are considered OGs, who are um, been who have been around doing this as long as I have or even longer, um, who are willing to help. Um, We post tutorials in there. Uh, We have a challenge system. Um, And it's just a good place to chat with people, ask questions, and just stay in tune with the community and um, just trying to expand it a little bit more and uh, be more personable with people by creating this. Um, Also, um, you know, I I have a very large community project that I'm working on as I've recently joined Jump Theory, um, a big well-known jump group to anybody listening. You might be familiar with their Look Before You Leap videos. but anyways, they put me in charge of a Halo Three project, and anybody can submit clips, um, but they do have to uh, reach a certain level of skill in order to uh, okay. be accepted into the <laughs> into the video exclusive club so, only here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> kind of, kind of. But anybody can submit; they just have to be really good, though. Um, okay. But I don't plan on uh, releasing this video until early of ne- early next year. I'm giving oh, wow. uh, plenty of time for Weird. PC players yeah. to. Uh, Chime in on this and give them time to land stuff. Awesome. Um, like for example, that rat's nest clip that I uh, I showed last week was over 800 right. attempts before I even actually landed it. So yeah, no, thank you. I, it, I, it takes a lot. <laughs>
0: I can't see myself doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I respect I respect the artwork,
0: the final presentation, yeah. but damn, 800 attempts, dude. Uh,
3: <laughs> I have uh, one jump in this that I already have. I've landed that took over 132 hours combined time oh, to even get. God. And Is it the one that was uh, the, it was linked on your page? No, I'm keeping this a deep, dark secret until this oh. video comes out. It's oh, wow. a, a video that was, that was a clip that was supposed to be landed for the last look before you leap video that never got landed. And when I joined, I decided to make it my goal to land it nice. and uh, got it finally. And it's uh, considered right now one of the uh, top five hardest uh, unaided jumps to ever be landed in the Halo franchise. So. Right, so, I got to okay. wait all the way
0: till 2020 to see it, you're saying?
3: Yep. Yeah, you uh,
0: do. <laughs> that's a long time, man. Somebody might land that before 2020 and then they'll steal oh. your thunder.
3: No, no. It no? will never happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. It'll well, uh, Guys, clearly, uh, you know, clearly clearly, me right here has is, uh, is been killing it with the trick jumps. You've got uh, the best place to start would be at MCC Trick Jumps. You can check out the trick jumping community. You've got the Discord. You've got the associated YouTube channel. So, so many ways to get involved with trick jumping, and that's only going to continue with the release of Reach and MCCPC. PC. We've got so much to look forward to here. So make sure to check that out, guys, and clearly thank you for joining me once again.
3: Of course, man. Thank you. Anytime. No problem. I'll see you around. See ya.
0: All right, guys, that ends our news and our trick jump for the week, and I'm excited to bring on our guest today. It is a two-time Halo MLG champion, the Sneaky Beaver neighbor. Welcome, man.
4: Alex, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming on, man. How are you? Because we've got, like, you killed it at DreamHack Dallas. We've got Infinite, the trailer that just came out.
4: Like, how have you been? Are, Are you chilling? Are you doing well? Uh Honestly, I've been a little sick after oh, after no. Dallas. Uh, the event was awesome. I had a lot of fun. Uh, did you know we, we we went to the event on on a short uh, notice as a team? You know, we, we didn't really have much practice, but with how we did at the event, uh, you know, I was super stoked. And uh, yeah, it's been nice being back in Seattle and getting some rest because you know, as you said earlier in the show, there are some tournaments coming up with the two v two Red Bull tournament, London um And so, yeah, definitely gonna you know, start the grind here pretty soon again.
0: Okay, and I'm looking forward to that. But I've got one question for you to start. That's a little kind of off the wall here. It's something that I've noticed. A lot of people have noticed this as well. It's that, so you know, as time goes on, a lot of the OG pros they start to age. You know what I mean? Like, look at Strongside, for example. You can do the hair disappears. You know the wrinkles. Not not specifically Strongside, but people, you know, people <laughs> age with time. Meanwhile. Yeah. Meanwhile, you haven't aged at all. You look like the same, basically. Tony, I know he has an image that he's going to overlay over top of me. Look at it. It's basically, you know, that's like 10 years <laughs> to go <over. laughs> I hate that picture so
4: fucking much. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yo, Sorry, that's I'm on Wiki. That's the uh, picture no. I know. God. You that picture, like, uh, I honestly, like, back when I was younger, when we do these MLG photo shoots, you take a bunch of pictures, and I didn't really know, like, what the pose was and so in that picture specifically a lot of times when you when i take a picture as you noticed in the the tweet that you guys sent out my eyes are like you know and my my dad always calls my eyes Yeah is it it's just on accident i just always have my eyes shut when the, oh. the when the picture's taken and so this for that <laughs> specific photo i made sure my eyes were like and I i guess stuck <laughs> it forever the way yeah, yeah. the way
0: uh so are you saying that picture that you sent us, which is like the goofy photo that wasn't on purpose at first? no that, that was
4: on purpose that was just a straight up that was a photo from wow yeah yeah that and was, they they that posted, was, that that posted that somewhere like these yeah, stuff. that was on a show i did I did, it? A, I did a show, uh <laughs> called the controller um and I did that with t squared and some m t. v people, and uh yeah, that was the photo that they used for that show please, yeah, but I so, love that photo it's one of my favorites so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it does kind of show that side of your personality. You're, you know, you're a funny dude. Um, now, there's something else I also wanted to ask. Is on, on top of the, the aging question, I was lurking on your stream just from yesterday, and you actually said that you're using a serum to negate the effects of aging to get rid of the bags under your eyes. You know, is is that a what? joke? Is I'll that tell you what. Funny? I'm not
4: sponsored by L'Oreal. All right. Uh, skincare is, uh, tips right here. This is L'Oreal Age Perfect. This is for the eyeballs because <laughs> yeah, you know the wrinkles are coming. The gray hair is definitely there, um, and you know you gotta combat it. You know I'm I'm, I'm 29. I turn 30 next year, and uh, you know you gotta take care of your body. And I mean I really don't care about my appearance, but at the same time, you know if I could preserve some of the youthfulness, uh, I'm gonna try and do so.
0: Man, I respect it. I think it, you know it's normal nowadays. Everybody's doing it. I've got a little bit of a, a powder on my face so I don't look like I'm sweaty AF. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you look
4: fantastic. You look
0: great. Thank you, man. It's uh, you know, it's all work in progress. But yeah, I, <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I, that's maybe that's why you're still looking so young, and people need to take some tips. It's the, the what's it called? L'Oreal
4: Age Perfect. Yeah. Age Perfect. There you I renew go. Eye renewal. Yeah. All right. Sounds good.
0: <laughs> uh, so let's actually talk about Halo now because uh, today you're a two-time MLG Halo champion, you're known to be one of the most individually skilled players, you're a former pro team member at 343, and now you're competing again for Falling esports, but where did it all begin, how did you first get into Halo? It
4: all began I mean, with Halo 1 for me uh, you know, when Halo 1 came out, I was like I always get the day wrong I, th- I think 2001 is when 2001, Halo 1 two thousand one out, yeah uh, and you know, me and my buddies, we used to uh, you know land at each other's houses i mean we didn't we actually didn't land. we only played on one xbox split screen you know we'd play you know two v two on Hang 'em high um so it began with halo 1 and then when halo 2 came out you know uh when i was 15 you know that game was the rage and that's when xbox was extremely popular so all my friends at school we played that game uh you know especially i remember going into the summer of freshman year I mean, we were online. I don't think we ever left the house because, you know, we do clan matches and we tried to rank up, and, uh, you know, we were we were all fairly addicted to that game. And uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, it got to the point where our clan match, our our, our clan name was uh, Team Master Chefs, okay. and we actually were ranked 16 in minor clan match, and this was before the patch, so 16 was actually pretty high. Okay. Um, at the time, and we, we ended up ma- matching against uh, check six. And check six was comprised of uh, T- it was T squared, Zios, Killer N, and I don't remember the other guy, but all I remember is Ivory, Ivory One Flag CTF, and we spawned on the offensive at the bottom of the elevator. We all got on the elevator to rush for sniper because we all wanted to snipe, right? And they threw the nades off the top ceiling, which none of us have ever seen before, so we all four died. Every single one of us, Goose, we didn't get a kill. And from that moment on, I was like, who the hell are these guys? So I did some research and that's how I found MLG. Damn. Um, And so through that, you know, I went to the MLG website, uh, you know, I joined the forums, I uh, bought a pass for VOD, which was $20 a year that I had to, you know, beg my parents to let me use their card for. Um, And then, you know, I started watching, uh, you know, the MLG tournaments that, you know, already happened and took place. And then randomly there were i I heard about mlg seattle in 2005 um and you know i wanted to test my skills to see how i could play against these guys i went to the tournament without a team um okay i was with my buddy and we were going to find two other people but there was a team from canada called the T-Vagging crew that came down and their their fourth didn't show up he didn't drive down from canada he just said you know screw it you guys you know whatever so I joined up with them. They were actually really good. They, in the minor clan match rank, they were one of the top teams. And we played um, against Car- or IGS at the time, which was Karma, uh, Gandhi was on the team. Nice. Vash, And we ended up taking a game in warm-ups. Wow. And everyone's like, who the hell are, who are these kids? Because no one heard of us. And my gamer tag was Al Thug. Like, people were like, who what? Right. Who is this? And so, uh, yeah, we ended up placing top eight, and then, and and I didn't really think much of it. I was kind of bummed because I was like, I on to win. Um, but like two weeks later, in the mail, I received uh, uh, a piece of mail from MLG inviting me to LA for the playoffs. Wow! And I had to beg my parents like crazy yeah. to go to this event, and I had to do a lot of chores. But yeah, <laughs> and from there, just ended up uh, evolving into this whole career thing damn that's that's
0: actually pretty incredible so like halo 2 like you said it was all the rage at the time i actually heard from some previous interviews with like other halo pros i think it was bravo where like your social status in school almost like depended on your skill in halo did that was that like synonymous at all like, well, so, like if you were good at halo were you cool in school is that
4: it's, it's, it's interesting because <laughs> the short answer is no because uh, <laughs> halo 2 yeah. You know, this was still when gaming wasn't really, you know, relevant and right, right. Uh, within the, you know, the, the masses. Right. And so I actually had a pro player named Toxin who was on STK, who was on Check 6. He's a Halo 1 pro. He was he went to the same high school as me. So he was two years older than me. And this is a story I've told before. But, you know, I to get on a pros list back in the day, it was one of the most challenging things on the planet because you only had 100 spots and then you had your clan. And so oh, on their friends list, right? Friends right, right list. The Xbox Correct. friends list, 100, 100 spots, right? It was, it was almost impossible unless you're a pro. And so, Damn, you know, is- I tried and Tossin was known as one of the like he he won uh, MLG Boston, I think it was, with T-Squared and Halo 1 and 0-4. So, nice. you know, he, he, he played with the best of the best. And so I was like adamant about getting on this guy's friends list. So I went to school and before I went to school, I printed out. Uh Bungie stat page of me playing against STKP and Shibby. Oh my god. And God, who was the other guy? Exit Wounds Hangman. And Exit Wounds yeah. Hangman wasn't a pro. Shibby is not a pro. They're both you know, known figures. But I printed it out and I actually I handed it to him. I met him in the hallway. I was like, hey man, look, I, I beat these guys. Wow. And he just looked at me because he was around all of his friends like, Oh, who is this nerd? God damn it. He's exposed <laughs> to me. Because it wasn't known that he was a Halo Pro. Oh, okay. School. Right. And I was like, I was like, screw that. Like, I, I came to school with my controller. You didn't but, care. Like, yeah. I didn't. I loved table at the time. So I mean, it was like all I could think about. Um. And so yeah, that was actually an interesting situation because his friend ended up like tackling me, and then I got a wedgie. Oh. I was his pretty hard as a freshman. I'm not gonna lie. Damn. And uh, but we ended up teaming after you know a couple locals, and uh, he gave me a shot, and he's one of my best friends to this day. I' uh, you know one of the mentors that i've had you know going through this whole scene so right I have a became, lot of uh,
0: yeah and you became toxin's neighbor as well which we'll talk about in a second yeah. Um, but th- first of all, that's incredible just thinking about it, because you're right. Like, it's so different nowadays. 360, you had a limit of 100 players on a friends list, and that was exclusive as, as fuck. Like, that was, if you were a pro player, everybody on your list were pros, and you had to somehow get your way in there. That's that's actually really cool that it yeah. worked that way. And you're, like, grinding online leaderboards. You end up going up against T-squared. Who's this guy? You have to pay money to see the VODs? Like, the, I don't know. The whole process of it is ancient now, but it's, it's kind of incredible, because it requires so much passion. To, to get there, and and you really have to earn it, and it probably you know feels oh, yeah. that way when you do. Um, yeah. So first off, before the toxins neighbor tag, you had lib thug as your tag. Thug, ilb I, thug. Ilb ilb yeah. thug. And you're yeah, part of yeah. the teabagging crew, which sounds like a meme squad before memes were a thing. But I guess the teabagging crew, you just kind of you ended up on that squad that wasn't by your design. So so where does uh, ilb thug come from?
4: So I don't know if I've ever told the story before, but since it's you know. 10 years later and i'm 29 i guess i'll share this with you guys okay not like it really matters but uh when i was in high school me and my my group of friends um we're all very very nerdy but you know we we tried to be cool you know some of us played sports did this uh we created a gang a gang called ilb and it stood for interrogating luscious beasts um and we tried to put out a rap song which i think is still up till this day on uh was this Spitfire <laughs> something? How old are you in this rap? I song? will not be linking you guys that. Uh, oh, I, was, it, <laughs> I think I, I was 14, so we, yeah, we're in eighth grade. And we rapped over the instrumental to Welcome to Atlanta. Uh, oh, and it is terrible. And we got a lot, we got a lot of uh, wedgies and people asking for our lunch money because of the song we made uh But anyways, yeah. So that that was our group. Is we thought it was a gang, you know. But the thing is, we did nice, friendly stuff around our community. We didn't tag, you know, with you know, buildings with graffiti. We actually picked up trash and uh tried to be a. We were a friendly gang. That's okay. a, yeah.
0: a friendly gang.
4: Yeah. What's a, what's a luscious beast? No one like? knows.
0: No one knows. That's just what. That's it's just not what we were.
4: Ladies or anything. It's it's just. You're just no like, no no. This game is all all dudes. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. that I think about it, it's yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's a cool little chapter of your life right there. Thank you. For yeah. That. <laughs> so
0: then that that eventually changed. That turned into Toxin's neighbors. So like you said, Toxin yeah. is a pro. Was he legitimately your neighbor at the time, and you just decided to? to <sighs> buy Dude, a- this yeah. is gonna
4: piss people off, but he actually he lived like 15 minutes away. So technically, no, he he wasn't okay. a neighbor, but he was in the vicinity of you know uh, Google Maps, and so <laughs> the vicinity of Google Maps. Yeah. yeah, he was he was close by. Um... <laughs> It's actually really funny, too, because Toxin, when I was in, I'd say, fifth grade, uh, and I played minor league baseball, I was actually on his team because I played up, uh, up a, a level. I was okay. playing, like, years as when I shouldn't have. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was, so he was actually on my team, and I didn't even know, you know, he played Halo then. And so it just all kind of evolved. And the reason why I made Toxin's neighbor was because, like I said, it was extremely difficult to get on pros friends list, And... You know, having that gamer tag that really stands out, especially uh-huh. when we're at, like, the level that I was at, because that's playing against pros constantly. Um, the tag actually Actually, it went from I'll be Thug, then it went to Techno, then it went to Toxin's Neighbor. Okay. But on Techno, uh, you know, I, I was playing against these pros all the time. I was like, I need to make something that will stick, that people will remember. Um, <laughs> and so I just made Toxin's Neighbor. Uh, you know, it's kind of a deer hiding gamer tag. And, yeah, you're, uh, you're straggling on the coattails of. Uh, 100%. But, uh, you know, the thing is, is, we became really good friends. And I remember, it was, I don't remember exactly what event it was, but I remember I was walking with Alex. He's like, Do you want to go to Walsh's room? And I was like, What? Walsh, are you joking me? Hell yeah. So I, I, I followed him. I'm like a young, uh, was 15. Opens up the ho- uh, the hotel room door. It's Walshy, Tupac. I think what there was it? an ogre in oh, there, okay. I was just like, I couldn't even speak. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I said a word, but I was just in there. I was just like, "Hey, how are you yeah. guys doing?" Uh, I was super, you know, nervous yeah. and stuff at the time because, you yeah, those guys for me, yeah, you know, the old school pros with the Walt you know, Walsh ogres, all the, you know, the pros that came before me. They, those are the people that well, I, I looked up to, you know, during yeah. that time. So. Well,
0: So it's crazy how quickly you just shot up and joined them, though, because, I mean, so 2005, you're part of the teabagging crew, but then 2006, uh, or actually first, so you also joined limited edition team Chuck Wolfman as well. This was under the Toxies Neighbor tag. And then 2006, you joined Triggers Down. And then you're achieving fifth place at MLG Anaheim 2006. Uh, 2006. And then later you followed that up 2007 by joining the legendary squad Straight rippon. And now you're playing playing with Elamite, T squared, and Legit, and you have one of the most one of your most su- successful years in your career. You place first place at MLG Orlando 2007. So I mean, holy crap! Like you shot up. You're playing with the people that you aspired to to be like. Um, And and then how does that feel, winning that first event? How did you feel about Halo at the time? Was it more than just a hobby? And then in the background, I think, Tony, you can play up uh, a little bit of gameplay there. We've got uh, Straight Ribbon versus SK. The quality's terrible. I'm sorry, guys, but it's a nice 49-49 tiebreaker. But, yeah, tell me about kind of how did you feel about Halo? What was it like winning?
4: I mean, it, it was such a surreal experience just because of, you know, all the sacrifices that our whole team made to get to that point. Mm -hmm. uh i mean i i gave up quite a bit of my you know teenage years dedicated you know to dedicate myself to this game um and you know i didn't go to prom because of an mlg event i didn't do a lot of things i quit golf and i was one of the top junior golfers um when i was younger and you know that was something that was really challenging with between myself and my parents because you know my my dad was you know, very he, he very much wanted me to become a pro golfer. Wow. Um and yeah, I mean the experience it, it was well because how that team formed, it was I mean everything just kind of came together. It was really lucky because Elon Mike got dropped after doing really well for Nated. And then T Squared needed or him and I were teaming, but I was gonna get dropped because you know, we didn't place that well at the event prior to Chicago. And then legit since native left legit, he he needed a team, so it just all kind of like came together. Mm-hmm. And um I just remember our first tournament at Chicago, two thousand seven. You know, we took second, and we lost to FB. I think it was six three. But the fact that we were able to take a game, the fact that we beat Carbon, uh right. we just knew that we had the capability. You know, going into the next event after we got that experience under our belts, we knew that going into the next event we could definitely uh you know win a tournament. And I just remember afterwards it was. It was so weird because, you know, it's, it's a goal that you, you know, I was striving for for years, and I always imagined and dreamt about like, what will it feel like winning or beating the ogres, you know? Because we beat, right? We beat the ogres, she and Strongside. Yeah. And it was everything it lived up to be, and um, you know, I'm I'm really grateful that I got to do it with that group of guys because, you know, Brian, Kyle, and Tom, you know, to me they were brothers back then. Still love them now. Have a lot of love for all those guys. Um. And yeah, now uh, it's it's I don't know it's it's weird to reflect on those years because it just seems like it was a different life, but God, I can't lie, it was pretty awesome, man.
0: That is actually pretty incredible. Defeating final boss in Halo Two, which was that that was their game. Like they dominated <sighs> that game. That's couldn't yeah. make any mistakes.
4: Yeah, they were they were yeah. something special for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, so so Halo to you at that point, it's way more than a hobby. It seems like this is like your whole life, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah pretty incredible um so what was it like competing on that roster knowing like t2's energy he likes to trash talk did like that have any influence on your halo play when things got going
4: oh i do i fucking
0: love tom yeah if, if you
4: yeah. if if, see the great thing about halo 2 uh, for me is you know i was really known as you know this a slayer sneaky sniper kind of guy right and if i hit any clips tom was popping off and when well, tom how... pops off and he's next to you it, it, you just feel all the confidence in the world so you just you keep it rolling yeah um and uh yeah, no, I mean and also being under, you know, you know, he was the team captain at the time, you know, it learned so much, not only inside the game, but outside the game, you know, how he presented himself, uh, you know, to sponsors and to you know right, right. speaking on camera. I remember my first interview I ever had, I was so nervous and Puckett asked me a question and I think I said, uh, it's really what did I say? It, I, I don't even remember it's bad. It was it's on it was the terrible. internet. I it's saw on the it. internet somewhere, yeah. I did it, see it, exactly. but I didn't
0: grab it for for the sake of your own. Thank you. <laughs> no, the, no the it's hilarious.
4: It's hilarious watching it, but, you know, it's, it, I learned so much from Tom. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, the, those guys inside the game, we got along, you know, we meshed perfectly outside the game. We were best buds. We did everything together. Yeah. Yeah, so a hell of a way to kick things off for sure.
0: I mean, so soon after came Halo 3, uh, this game you pulled off some plays that have forever gone down in history. Of course, you achieved your second event win at MLG San Diego 2008 while sticking with that same straight rip and roster. But what I really wanted to highlight were some of the plays you made with triggers down. This was with Hysteria, Best Men, and Tots. There were two plays that I want to show in particular. The first is this iconic four shot against Cloud. We're going to play it with audio first, and then we'll play it back a couple times and just kind of talk about it a bit. Okay. Bank nade! Yeah, the viewers can hear audio, but we can't. I'm not sure. If it's still playing, I, I think it's... Yeah, I probably play with audio the first time. I just wanted to get that, that crowd pop-off, and then... I, so you didn't show the the nade before, too. That was a sick nade, by the way. Nice. The, uh, the bank nade. But, yeah. man, like... When you hit a clip like this, and I mean, it is just kind of like a four-shot outplay. It was like the combination of the crowd at the time, too. But, like, kind of what's going through your mind? Like, what would you say is your mindset in moments like this? There's got to be a bit of an internal narrative here. Like, there's a ton of confidence required in this game.
4: Yeah. So I mean, what's going through my head in situations like that is, I, honestly, I'm not even thinking. Because, I mean, it's like split second. You have to make a call. I mean, most likely you're dead. When I, usually when one of the top pros has the first shot on you, you're not yeah. going to survive. Um, but I was lucky in that situation just because I had height advantage. And so I knew that it is possible for me to win this battle if I jumped, because that battle is very tough when you're looking straight up. Right. You know, any Halo three battles when someone has that height advantage makes it difficult. Right. Um, and I was very fortunate to get that out on Cloud because the thing is is Cloud, you know, back in 09, 2010, he had one of the best shots of all time. I mean, okay. I, you know, you put Roy's BR up there, Cloud is right there as well. Right, right.
0: Yeah, but you're right. So, like, that—and even just the way—and I know know we don't have it playing again, but, like, it was the way that you confidently jumped forward, too, to close the distance, so you're, like, above his head, and then you didn't overflick the right stick on the last shot, which is the biggest thing. You kind of kept the the reticle stable on his head, but you'll see—this is me just being, like, going into my crazy analysis mode— no, I but, dig uh, it.
4: I dig it. It's you know, it and it really comes down to muscle memory too. Right you know? here, jumping in his face. Watch the last shot yeah. where you don't
0: overflick to the right. You keep it stable in his head there and you hold your cursor throughout that whole shot and you get the burst in his face. I yeah. thought that was cool.
4: <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm impressed with it now, it, like right now <laughs> You're like, wait a second Good job, neighbor, I like it you, He uh, went right, but you didn't let yourself
0: flick. You kind of stayed, stayed, <laughs> anyway This is just me nerding out, that's why I did your, your Breakdown anyway, because that was also yeah. a sick play to, uh, just No, get. I
4: like it, thumbs, come on Help me out
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you, do you have any of that now? Like at, at 29 now, is it uh You know, kind of a little Bro, bit more difficult I'm to-
4: not going to lie, I had a lot of LBRs at the Lynn. a lot yeah. I, uh, I had one I had one bad one against Ola I had a bad one against Rona and I had a bad one against snakebite but the, the the thing is is you know there there's a lot of talk about how the connection plays and uh you know the feeling of the game on certain setups on uh, yeah. and so the the it's a challenge for me to be like, oh, I destroyed him there because maybe they got blood i don't i don't I don't know what it looks like from their screen, but I had some good ones, and i I mean, I don't show emotion when I play, uh, just because I, I try and stay as focused and calm as possible. Right. I don't want to get, you know, two amps because I'm one of those guys, you know, the, the heart rate definitely starts beating pretty fast. Right. But right. um yeah, no, I there were moments I, the one I got on, on Olin and Snipedown, I wanted to stand up and just yell and talk shit. <laughs> but I also know at the same time if you if I do that to a team, you know, players like them who, who feed off of that and start to really turn up after they hear, you know, someone come at them, uh, it, it it wasn't going to be a good look. So I, I kept to myself. But in my head, I was talking mad shit. It was, See, it was good. Yeah.
0: Now I'm just imagining you hit that four shot, and then 10 seconds later, Ola
4: on Twitter, he writes that tweet, that oh, yeah. tweet that he wrote well, post-event. Like he, he's right, it,
0: though. He's right. but
4: Yeah, if you watch it, um, after that Guardian All Ball win, you know, Ola stands up and he asks for a router reset. And I Oh really and I'm and I'm over there chuckling on my mic talking days. So I was like, dude, I shit on him so bad. <laughs> Even though it, it could have easily been, you know, the it connection. Could have,
0: I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. it could have been something weird with MCC. We'll talk about that in a bit. Because uh, as far as, you know, heart rate going up and stuff, this one would have made anybody's heart rate go up. There's this other play here, and this one's gone down as one of the most legendary Halo plays of all time. It's game five in a tight series versus Dynasty. Oddball on Guardian. Clutch has the ball. You're about to lose the game until you make this play. Let's play the video. <inaudible>
3: no, no, no. S3, 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 what's no, no it's on, it's, I didn't play it. I didn't play it. He caught it. You gotta jump off with that, and man. It's Mason, Tom, Are you fucking oh kidding oh me? S S three, S three. Neighbors no show. Neighbors no show. It's on it's, I didn't play it, I didn't play it. He caught it. You gotta jump off with that. Man, it's Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Hope you guys got to hear that because the the audio it was just so hype the fact that you jumped in there you landed in that spot on the tree you managed to grab just the last couple seconds to win it by one second what is going through your mind
4: at that time man did you feel as incredible as the crowd did the crowd was freaking out you know here's the funny thing about this clip is i honestly i had no clue that it was to win the game uh when it happened you know we've been in that scenario so many times because prior to these tournaments in 2010 we were at the land network landing with the top six teams right. and so we were we were playing so you know four three to four series a day so a lot of times we we had been in that scenario where it's coming down to the end it's guardian ball you spawn blue what do you do and we we made the perfect push in my opinion you know we all flew out we we did we focused who we needed to um you know when i when i saw clutch on the stump i was like all right there's only really one thing i could do and that's jump try and kill him and grab the ball right uh, I didn't mean to lift over. That was just part of, like, me hitting, you know, the stomp and then uh, right. just kind of bouncing in there. Um, but when it happened, you know, when I lifted over at Camelot and I jump off the map, I'm thinking to myself, God damn it, we're going to replay this game. It's going to be a tie Go game. Away. Okay. And then I see that extra second, and Bravo pops off. Jacob, like, everyone's going crazy. And if you watch it, I'm still sitting there like, oh. And then, it, like, it registers. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, the crowd, the crowd – you know, I, I love that atmosphere at MLGs because the old MLG main stage, it had these, you know, yes. these features and, you know, it was filled up with people that love watching competitive Halo. And so, yeah, when that happened, there there was a pretty big pop off. And uh, there's a picture I end up standing up after I realized what happened. I was like, yeah. But, you know, the <laughs> thing is, it was, it was for a 3-0. So it wasn't like this saved the series or anything like that. And, you know, the... The one thing I also do love about this clip is, you know, it was against Clutch, and people give Clutch a lot of shit about it. Uh-huh. It really—there there really wasn't much you could do, um, you know, and, and if you watch that from APG screen, like, you know, the intel that you see from his screen, he sees Tots, Top Center. You don't even see me, so, like, it, it was unfortunate play. I give him shit about it all the time. Cause yeah. he just recently moved out here. You know, he's the lead of the pro team. And so I, I love talking shit to him about that clip. Uh, because he should have jumped off of it, you know? Uh, yeah. And uh, he didn't. <laughs> so he's going to hear about it for the rest of his life. And, uh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, that was a fun one. But, you know, what's also interesting is there was a Bull Matador player award given to a player after each event. Okay. I didn't get the, the award. MLG said no. I Oh, they, so, what is
0: they it? They said
4: it, it's it's for whoever had the most clutch play. At uh, the turn. What? And I guess I was not bold enough. You, so. you did the clutch play on clutch himself. Yeah, yeah. No, it still stings. It Jeez. still stings a little bit. Yeah. So,
0: well, I mean, regardless, incredible play. That was number one on the the top ten Halo plays of all time YouTube video. By the way, if you if you didn't really? already know, yeah, he put that one as number one, and he with the whole all the text and everything to get you hyped yeah. up for it. It was it was a pretty sick clip. I know Moses retweeted it recently as well just to get people thinking about Halo 3 again. But that's one of the reasons yeah. why Guardian Ball was so special in those moments for sure. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, So as far as uh, Trigger's Down goes, though, it seems like he really spent a lot of time with his team, and a lot of great practice and bonding went in at the LAN Network. I know you mentioned that previously. It also must have been a good time to get close with Bravo as well, because I dug up some old footage on Bravo's channel, and uh, the first thing that I saw was a 1v1 against Rob. Who's who's Rob? What's this all about? We'll play the video up in the background. He has to get two kills, and Uh. it's a 1v1, and all he needs is two kills and he ends up with like minus 1 or something to so 15
4: so rob that's robby that's uh dr pepper rob God, i don't i don't think i've ever actually seen this video i'm not going to lie um and he works for dr pepper he was one of the guys that i actually met him at a CPL Halo 3 tournament he was just a big halo fan and he he played halo 3 um religiously like us you know you could tell he's a little bit older than us at the time, right the guy i f- i fucking love rob he he is the man um but he used to help set uh, our rooms up at MLG events with uh uh what kind of like land practice uh we'd have dr. Pepper would fly in uh, i think eight Viewsonics and eight Xboxes. boxes wow. and he would go to the tournament early and and usually we'd have like a hotel suite because Dr. Pepper was balling and it made us feel like celebrities nice in the gaming scene at least and uh and he would set up the the, set, uh, the setup for us. Um, but he became one of, you know, my close friends. Uh, I mean, usually when I'm extremely drunk, he's one of my go-to uh, guys that I call and talk with. I, I have a lot of love for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, so, like, the land Network, and I've talked to a lot of other pros about this because they all got that chance to be there. This is just the place to be. Like, this is the place to grind, isn't it?
4: Yeah, the LAN network was if if you were invited to the LAN network, you're one of the best Halo 3 pros, and it it was the yeah. best practice of all time because it was like a mock tournament before the tournament. Uh, you know, we right. land about a week before the event, a week or two before the event, and Mr. P would usually fly out the top six teams, and you know we'd wake well, he up. He would fly out the teams. Uh yeah. So oh yeah. Mr. P. Pedag- Damn, on top of having the house, he would fly like this guy's incredible. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, he fly out the teams, and we do like I said, three to four series a day. And then at the end, how did it work? I don't even remember exactly how it worked. But at the end, we'd do a little tournament. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of telling about, you know, who would go, you know, who was going to be the strongest team going into the event. And also, you know, for us, it was great because we usually won that tournament mainly because, you know, we're in Tots' basement, and Tots played so good in his basement. Like, the kid was like... Yeah, he was like Pistola, neighbor Roy, snapdown combined. Like he was just like what in his I basement? Yeah, in his basement. He was just he, sometimes he was just feeling it, and it was so awesome to be a part of that. And so like wow, yeah, winning that was great because we went into a lot of tournaments with a lot of confidence. I think it showed, you know, through our play scenes. You know, we didn't win an event, but you know, we 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 took top three pretty much every time we you know competed with that squad so
0: and it must have put you grossly ahead of the competition outside of the landhouse. house like what the heck would you do if you if you didn't get i mean like just getting that kind of practice time against the top teams and then you know, if you are like a top 16 team let's say like yeah damn, if you were if you were not the that trouble.
4: house yeah if you were not that house you were not cracking in the top jeez ratings. dude that's this rough is, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Um, now I was digging through the YouTube videos as well, and I found this little clip here, which is pretty jokes. It's uh, you're making your way to San Diego, to San Diego Comic Con 2011, and then this happens.
4: Like yeah. thank God it was like like if you look at that tree, like thank God tree, it was like right? a, a it didn't have girth to it because if I got slapped <laughs> in the face with like a it <laughs> something girthy I was my head yeah. was off.
0: That word choice is perfect.
4: Yeah. Oh that's good yeah I do yeah. remember that. that. That's a concussion you're right that would literally take yeah. you out. Yeah we were on top of uh, the Gunner Optics they rented a tour bus. Okay and I think. The, we hung out with Soldier Boy at this thing. I don't remember. Uh, Soldier Boy was there, too. I saw some of these old yeah. videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but we were uh, just cruising in uh, San Diego on top of this bus. And, uh, yeah, we wanted to do an intro video, and I got hit in the, f- the face with the yeah. tree. Yeah, it sucked.
0: I don't know if you guys in the chat noticed but he looks exactly the same in that video that he does right now that's 2011 versus 20 2019 that's a perfect perfect oh. example right, right you can't, you can't really tell but i'm
4: trying to grow a beard i don't know if you guys can see it uh so yeah it's uh, who knows? work in progress we're work working progress. Progress. 12 years work in progress i'll send you some some hairs <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm losing them here anyway this is all prep work for for the ultimate hey. anyway this is the whole other discussion. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so San Diego Comic-Con, that that looked like a fun time, too, just kind of grabbing those old clips uh, from back in the day. Now, I know you competed in Halo Reach as well. You guys had some good placings in Reach, a bit of 4 also. Um, You were on teams like Believe the Hype, Straight Rippin. You were back to Triggers Down once again as well. Um, In Halo 4, you played at a few events. But overall, Halo was kind of going through a bit of a dark period. You, in the meantime, you had a different plan in mind. You were looking to join the 343 Pro Team. What were your thoughts on Halo at the time? How did this opportunity come about, and what made you the ju- sorry, take that jump away from competing and into shaping Halo's future?
4: Well, you know, for me, it, you know, I, I personally, I'm not, so I, I've never been a big fan of Reach or Halo 4, but I still love playing Halo competitively. Right. So even though it's not my favorite Halo, it's still, you know, I, I still enjoy playing it um the the problem was is that mlg at the time was really invested in starcraft and so they pretty much you know or at least how it appeared to me was that they wanted to focus you know specifically on starcraft as their main title we're going to put halo in the basement you know it, it, that's that's really what it felt like yeah. and so i feel like a big reason on why Um, you know, the Halo scene was kind of uh, started to dwindle was because they just didn't put as many resources as they did back in the day. Um, And on top of the fact that you know, there were some people that really didn't enjoy playing the game which, you know, at the time I I, I couldn't really blame them. Like Reach for example, with Bloom um, and the lack of Forge maps, it was was so tough to want to play online and, you know, to compete. It was... You know, there, it just felt like there really wasn't much there to compete for. Because, right. like I said, also, you know, the resources that MLG was putting into StarCraft, they're also putting it into the players. So a lot of the sponsorships, um, those went to the StarCraft players instead of to the Halo players. So, you know, the money wasn't really there. And so then you start to think to yourself, especially when I was at, I, I think I was in my early 20s, right. at 22, 23, it's like, am I, am I on the right path? Am I doing what I should be doing at this age? <laughs> um you know that the income isn't as good as it used to be when i was 17. um and so it made me question a lot of things and actually i remember specifically i was sitting in a restaurant with my dad and my sister and i was just like the thought of retiring like it totally like broke my heart because i was like you know that's all i was doing for however many years and like and you're still young too and i was young but just the realization that it's probably over uh damn was really tough. And so I, I actually ended up going to a land at Bravo's house when he was working at 343 in Kirkland. And uh I met Quinn Del Hoyo there as well. And Quinn was, you know, one of the lead multiplayer designers. Yep. Um gears as well. Yeah, and he worked on at, yeah, on gears. Um and after we played some Halo One, you know, he was like, What do you what do you think about you know working at three four three, being on a pro team type thing? Right. And I was like Hell yes. Like, one of my dreams, I used to write down my goals. One of my goals was to work at the studio that makes Halo. And, Wait, you
0: wrote down your goals? Where would you write your goals?
4: Yeah, just on a piece of paper, and I'd you know, put it up on my wall and just read it every day. You know, win an MLG championship, nice. wish every kid. I won an MLG tournament, but I didn't win a championship. Uh, you know, work at the studio, be a pro goal, all this stuff. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, that opportunity came about because, you know, of that Halo land. Quinn was like, hey, do you want to work at 343? And, uh, you know, immediately I was like, hell yeah. Are you joking me to work on the next Halo title? Bring me aboard. So I actually yeah. started out as a QA tester. Uh, the pro team wasn't a thing at the time. Sorry to interrupt you. Tony, let's yeah. play
0: up the sprint in the background. There we go. So this is episode one of the sprint called Balance. You can see neighbor right
4: there. They're they're
0: working on the pro team.
4: So continue. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I was a QA tester. So I was testing the game, looking for bugs. Um, you know, w- when... I didn't really know what I was doing because I, I never really tested video games before. Right. And so I got to learn that side of the, the gaming industry, mm. which is, uh, if you want to work in the gaming industry, you have to know how to uh, see bugs and also log bugs. It's mm. really important. Um, but, yeah, so I, I ended up doing this uh, for a little while. as a, I, used, I ended up being a QA tester for a little while, and then they started bringing on other pros. They brought in Ghost uh Dursky, you know, StrongSide up joining, mm. and that... We were QA testing, and then we transitioned to the pro team. And it was an awesome experience. Like, it it was so cool working with some of my best friends um, on a game, you know, that we got to get feedback on. You know, we didn't really necessarily get to say, like, hey, we don't want sprint, cut it. Because trust me, I went to work every day.
0: How does that work?
4: For no sprint. Uh, Was
0: everybody like that? Would they just say, we don't want sprint? And then then who
4: do you talk to? And and what's the chain? Like, how does that work? Yeah, you know, our our team was, like, really... uh, uh, Whenever we, we gave feedback, we wanted to make sure that all of our opinions were aligned. Um, but, you know, we are classic Halo guys. You know, that whole team, you know, we, we started with the, you know, in Halo 1, Halo 2. So, yeah, we, we tried to, you know, provide feedback in the sense of what we think would make the game better. Right. Um, you know, Obviously, they didn't take some of our feedback, but they did take a lot, like being able to drop the flag. Mm-hmm. Like that was something in Halo 4 that wasn't there. Uh D scope was another the D-Scope's thing
1: a huge one. Yeah.
4: We fought really hard for. Um and you know, there, you know, and it was it was such a privilege to work with uh, you know, the level designers, uh, the MP designers and just be a part of that process. Because to be honest, after working at the studio for like three and a half years, they all love Halo. You know, yeah, And they all yeah. want to make a good Halo game. It's just a challenge because our community has different expectations. Right. So, I mean, that's why I'm really hoping for, uh, you know, with Infinite, you know, they, they do create a game that brings everyone together um, and that appeases the whole fan base. So, we'll see. It's,
0: it's going to be so hard to do now because what they've done is they've they've brought kind of their version of Halo to a product that has actually been enjoyed by a whole new audience of Halo gamers. That being like Halo 5's advanced movement is actually pretty sick in some circumstances. I think when you take a, take out the ground pound Spartan charge, I, I love the movement system in the game. It's a lot of fun and it's created this new community. But I also love classic Halo and there's that community, right? So sure. now there's a clash and it's like, where do we, how do we get in this, this fine middle ground? We're treading on thin ice here. We please both sides. Uh, It's very
4: difficult. Well, and and I think, too, is I don't know if it's finding the middle ground necessarily. I think it is, you know, especially in this day and age, in my opinion, you know, you have to make a game that the top streamers will want to play. And so someone like Summit, who's come out with, you know, what he expects from the next Halo. Uh, you know, he 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 had some video clip of him talking about Halo. Same with Ninja, Doctor Disrespect. Yep, yep. I think you have to have those guys. They all on have board. that mindset. Yeah. yeah. You you have to have them on board, but also at the same time, you you know, if you could bring them on board and make them happy, while also making the other fans happy as well, and that I think is a, is a win. And I think that will definitely bring Halo back to that status of like, you know, everyone's playing it, are getting on popularity. Halo tonight. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens I, i'm excited you know that that infinite trailer definitely got me extremely hyped and uh you know i i i think they have a really good team especially if you look at the new pro team now they have some really talented smart guys a part of that squad so they I definitely think it's, do it's gonna be good
0: yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you there i want to talk more about that trailer as well but um, eventually you did leave 343 you had a tweet that you posted about that as well um, any thoughts that you're willing to share now moving on from 343 are you happy that you stepped away uh, what have you been up to who are you today
4: exactly I mean you know I,
0: I'm I there was a bit of a down period between your your absence and yeah. then Halo 3 right so yeah. kind of yeah
4: I'm back in college uh, okay. so I'm back in school Um Right now I actually took this quarter off because of the whole Halo three came back because I think that's the last thing any of us were expecting, right? Right. Um so but when I saw it I was like, Yep, yeah, taking school off. Uh but I, <laughs> I I, I got back into school and that was a trip. Like, I mean I'm doing like College 101 classes, you know, I, I yeah, want. How to do
0: you do school in your late 20s, having not been there? Oh, it's that's got to. Because that that I could see myself somehow. I, I don't want to do it, but if I ended yeah. up back in school, I'm gonna. I don't know, man. Oh, I have a class. Because now, you <laughs> yeah, know, you like, gotta I, like. I, your
4: courses, I like yeah. learning. Yeah, and I and I enjoy learning and, and okay. growing the brain. Uh, right. But it is hilarious because you know I have people in my class that I've seen across from that are like. 16 year old 16 year years old in running start and i'm just like you're my best friend you know it's just like it's, it's, <laughs> you're it's really a little yeah my best friend in my college one-on-one class was a 15 year old named luke luke if you're watching this <laughs> you're the man um uh, but uh yeah no it, it, it's definitely a trip uh and it's challenging but it's something that i want to get done um and you know i Outside of Halo, you know, I want to be able to grow myself personally. Uh, and so, yeah, it's something that I plan on continuing. I'm taking three summer courses. What do you uh, say? Marketing. Marketing. Okay, awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah so. And you want to stick with gaming? I don't know. Oh, oh, you mean competing? No, well,
0: okay, we'll talk about competing, but I meant, like, as far as marketing goes, in yeah. gaming, eSports related, or or just anything marketing? I mean, you know, I know I've you're looked- doing your golf and stuff, too. I saw, like, a Twitter video
4: of that. You've been doing a little golfing. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, avid golfer. I mean, I'd love to be, you know, in that space just because I've been, you know, in this environment for so long. I feel like I could help out a lot of companies, but, yeah. um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe I just go a totally different route, and, you know, I'm not even in the gaming Space at all. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen.
0: I um. I respect the grind and the the will to learn to grow the brain, man. I respect that. That's awesome. Thank uh. You. So, uh, like you said, Halo Three's back, and you're back with it. So, how have you been enjoying the game so far?
4: Uh. I mean, I love it. I love playing Halo Three competitively. It's my second favorite Halo game to play competitively. Halo Two being the first. Okay. Um. But I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it so much. The fact that I get to play. You know, against people that I competed against ten years ago, or almost ten years ago, uh, is super cool. Um, you know, I think it's a little. I mean, it is different. You know, playing Halo right, 3, 60 right. FPS. Uh, the game is definitely has a different feel to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like riding a bike for me, to be honest. Like get right back into it. Get right back into it and start, you know, yeah. doing neighbor stuff. So. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And we
0: saw a lot of neighbor stuff just a couple weeks ago. We had DreamHack Dallas. Uh, You attended as a member of Falling Esports with one hell of a roster, last-minute roster. Ace, Frosty, and Eco you were joined with. We got some playing up in the background as well. These are just highlights from the event. Uh, Mm -hmm. so you may or may not be in here. Um, You guys were easily the highlight of DreamHack Dallas. A lot of eyes were on Infinite, of course, uh, but you guys managed to steal that spotlight, landing second place overall in the event. The Grand Finals is interesting. It's kind of like Talks versus Talks V2 at the end. But um, first, I mean, tell me a bit about how that all ended up coming together, because I think originally Frosty and Eco were supposed to be on GMS, right? And then this was so last minute. How the heck did you practice?
4: Yeah, so Frosty and Eco, they were on GMS, and. I don't know. It was a week and a half before the event. I, I, I had a phone call from Ace um, saying, Hey, uh, I, I talked with Eco and Frosty. You know, they want a team and I've made up my mind. We're going to do it. And well, Aaron is one of those guys where if he makes up his mind on something, on anything, whether it's what he wants to eat, what he wants to do, it's, <laughs> it's going to happen. It's happening. Yeah. Imagine if he has that uh, imagination and he puts it out uh, in the reality. And, um, yeah, it was just one of those things where I said, you know, okay. And as I thought about it, like, yeah, for me personally, it's, I was torn because I wanted to team with Eco. Like, Eco and I have gone back. Like, we've been friends for a while now. He stayed at my place, me and my roommate's uh, place for uh, a couple, was it a couple months after he won, like, the Halo 5 championships? Um, nice. Him and I are really close. And Frosty, obviously, you know, when I was working at 343, he's one of those players where, you know, people would compare Frosty to The Neighbors or whatever, you know, right, like right, some right. of the commentators. Ghost would do that a lot because he hypes me up all the time. Nice. Um, but, uh, you know, and so I was always a fan of, like, him and Shotzi, like, like, and I've always, like, pictured, like, dude, it'd be so sick to team with them or even play against them because I want to play against the best even though, you know, I wasn't right. a at the time. Um, and so when the team change happened, it really kind of stuck, like, sucked because, like, I think Trippy and, and Penguin are amazing. Players. They're they're insanely talented, and I remember watching them at the UGC St. Louis. They lost the reciprocity. I think it was either 3-0 or three one, okay. but the games were really really close. And the the takeaway was I had the Halo
0: Five squad too. That was like yeah, they're, yeah. They came yeah. from
4: Halo Five, and and uh, you know the takeaway that I saw from that series was like, do these guys are so individually talented? If they kind of like have the right mindset behind things, I think you, you know the sky's the limit with those guys. Yeah, and um. So, yeah, so when Aaron told me that, it's like, shit, okay, so we just dropped two of our teammates a week and a half before the event, and right. now they're kind of screwed. And, you know, I was known kind of as the team killer back in the day. I've heard. I watched some YouTube videos. Uh, yeah, I used to drop it, a lot yeah. of people. Um, <laughs> used to drop a lot of people. And it, okay. so I, it's, that's one of those things where it's like, I don't really care what people think about me, but, like, just doing it at that time frame sucked. Like, if this was, like, a month before – you Know, let's go that route, but so I, I was very torn on it, but it ended up working in our favor, obviously. You know, placing second, making it to the championships. Um, you know, we had a really, really close series with Infinite, you know, it, it was three, two, right? Right, um, and uh, you know, I think that really gave that series really gave us the confidence of like, hey, you know, we could do this because going into the tournament, you know, they were the number one team online, we lost to them pretty right. much every single like qualifier yeah it was super frustrating um and so you know winning that was that was big i think for our confidence and um yeah i mean i i i can't say more like enough about this team because i i love playing with every single one of them i learned a lot you know frosty and eco they have i mean even ace like people think of ace as a goofy guy when it gets when it gets down to like competing he wants to win and he wants to win back. He wants to beat you to the ground.
0: And he uh, was doing these lie down on the floor meditations that I've never seen him the do. The Wim Hof.
4: Yeah, the Wim Hof. What's That's that? Him. So he has me do it too and I've been doing it. Uh, How is it? Is this just, like YouTube, revolutionary? If, if you want to try it out, YouTube Wim Hof. Um, I wish I got a picture Essentially what it is is it's a, a breathing meditation type state that you put your body in Uh I can't really explain that well. I would just recommend you guys research it and, and try it out. But, okay. uh, yeah, it's one of the things that he's turned me on to. But, yeah, going back to, like, the, the eco and frosty mentality, those guys are some of the most competitive guys that I've ever teamed with, and they hate losing. Right. hate it. Right. And so when we play, you know, there's mistakes being made. You hear, you know, you get called out. It's, there's no bullshitting. They both call uh, you out. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, everyone calls, you know everyone. Yeah, every, call everyone out, but it's just like one of those teams where it's like we want to be the best, and I think this was this tournament was a good example of what we're capable of, right. um, and I think just with with time we're gonna be even better.
0: Yeah, I mean, like just shockers for the event, for sure. You guys killed. I mean, it was great on paper, and you followed through. And doing it last minute, like I think there was a, a point. I don't know if it was like an interview or something, but somebody said that you guys were kind of learning as you went. Like you were starting to 100%. feel feel
4: each other as 100%. the event. Yeah, I mean, I, for, I mean, for me, like you know, in 2010, you had to be able to do everything. But when you have teammates that are so good at controlling power weapons, yeah. and you're the guy that usually does that. They're kind of like, oh shit, what do I do? Like, what about yeah. what are my hands doing right now? You know, because like I was like, what's my, my role now. Like, I, I remember specifically against reciprocity on Nero's Team Slayer, Frosty had hands down one of the best games I've ever seen. He went 12 and 4. That yeah. was his stats. Four deaths, right? Against Reciprocity. And I'm I'm just thinking this whole time, like he literally had sniper the whole game. He never lost it, hit every shot he needed to hit. And the whole time I'm just like I'm just holding forwards like you know trying to be that guy that like leads yeah. the charge. I'm like this is so weird. I've never done this. Before. This is odd. But yeah, it's yeah. just well, let's see. So you got, we 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 continue to grow and learn off each other and how we play and yeah. and and what what we needed to do to be successful. And yeah, it was it was definitely like I I feel like a key you know has unlocked all of our potential. And uh, definitely look forward to to the London event for sure.
0: Man, it definitely is wild seeing Frosty step away from Halo, play Call of Duty, pick up the sticks, pick up a sniper, and just rip faces off like nobody's business, dude. I don't no know sense. how he does it because the I want him this on is, this
4: freaking show and he won't come on this. No, show. This is what's crazy: is he plays Call of Duty for hours, hours, right. and he's yeah. using the PlayStation controller. He literally <laughs> he'll end his practice. I remember uh, he played one of his Pro League matches he wins he comes on like an hour later for a halo stream and he's just dominating i'm just like thinking to myself like what kind of gift did god <laughs> give this man like are you joking me if bad. i play on a playstation controller like 2k i can't press like the right buttons for like a day and oh. this guy just like instantly flips the switch and just starts shitting on people i'm just like man dude yeah it's my teammate i love it <laughs> it feels good to be behind
0: that for sure it does it's yeah um and by the way i mean with a second place finish like that does that bring back the competitive fire for you would you still say you're just as competitive as you were back in the halo three days i know you got a lot of other responsibilities conflicting notions things like that but i mean that second place that will make you want to continue competing you know
4: yeah i mean it, it definitely lit a fire but more so than anything like i said it it, it unlocks something within me because you know after taking years off of playing competitively you know i started to question myself all the time like when i'd watch the tournaments like do do you think I could hang with, you know, these these new up-and-comers? Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, we're not playing Halo 5, but, you know, their skill level still translates over pretty darn well. Yeah. And, you know, I think this is really telling that, yeah, you know, I, I still have – you know, I'm 29 years old, but I still have, you know, the the capabilities of performing at an extremely high level. I want to win. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's definitely possible and doable with this squad. So –
0: and I hope we get to see some more wins because we got two more events coming out that uh, I'm sure you're excited yeah. about. We've got the Red Bull Rise Till Dawn in Chicago. Will you be attending? Who's your duo?
4: I will be attending. So this is a kind of messed up situation, but so I actually okay. texted Eco um, if you wanted to do the two two because him and I were like you know a duo for Halo twos, all this stuff, and uh, he didn't get back to me. So you know me being like the guy that just wants a teammate, I call Ace. I'm like, hey Ace, let's see. And he said, yeah, okay, let's do it. Kevin got back to me the next day, like, hey, man, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. And so uh, I was just like, God,
0: yeah, I have to make a decision. It's, it's all and about so how you just set you got to – I'm not going to lie, kind of shady
4: Yeah. No, that's face. not how you do it, man. Come on. I know. It was – you know, yeah, I, I feel bad about it. But at the same time, I know Aaron's going to get a good teammate, and he's going to compete. Yeah. He's going to do really well. Um, But, yeah, I'm going with Eco, and uh, we're looking to practice here pretty soon, and and hopefully – win this guy because it's a perfect tournament for me i mean because uh, like if you think about it it's in chicago right they're two hours ahead i think or maybe three from where oh. i live and the tournament starts at 8 p.m like that's when like us gamers wake up over here in the west coast that's you what know? i was
0: saying earlier so yeah. <laughs>
4: i'm like it's gonna be like at at, at 2 a.m when it's like the finals it's like lunch for me i'm gonna be shitting on all these kids It's gonna be Let's great go. gonna be i awesome. want see you man yeah.
0: It's gonna be awesome. And then, okay, so we have that. And then, following that, we have face at London. That's a little farther away. That'll be a little more difficult, maybe, with the uh, the time change and whatnot. Apparently, you were stoked to go to this event for multiple reasons. As a tweet here it says, yeah. uh, you're excited to compete and use Tinder on. Uh, I can't read it all. It says on foreign yeah. Yeah, yeah. soil, I think. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, now now I have more questions. Now I want to know how the uh the Tinder grind is. 'Cause what what do you are you using Tinder often? What do you think about the app? Have, have you had some success stories? You know you don't I, have
4: to go too detail. <laughs> I've had some success stories. I, yeah. I, I actually dated a girl for over two years from the from a Tinder match. Nice. Uh fell in love, everything was great. <laughs> not not about it anymore. But yeah, no, Tinder is uh is a I think it's a great Great app! Everyone should download it if you want to meet someone. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm endorsing them right here, right now. I know. I realize now that we're H- talking systems. about it. I'm like, what are we talking about? Are we to <laughs> advertise dating apps? No,
0: on no, it's a, <laughs> no. I just wanted to talk about because I use Tinder too. I use a, a couple apps. There's Tinder. There's Bumble. There's Coffee Meets Bagel. There's Hinge. I sound like a freak now, but there's like there's multiple similar dating apps.
4: No, it's just you know to use it on 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 foreign soil. Like I I I'm a fan of girls with accents, so like. Let's yeah. go. I'm trying to meet some people. And, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, look at this guy, man. You, 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 you got, you got no problem. I'm sure you got some, some fire pictures on there. You'll. you'll yeah. Be
4: okay. <laughs> yeah, I got to update, but yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. So, not bad. so
0: you're looking for two wins in, uh, in London, basically, two, uh, two championship wins, both I'd with the ladies. And I'd be very happy with two yeah yeah <laughs> um so as far as the event goes though i know we're talking about this killer roster but frosty's in cod so i'm sure that's yeah. got to create some complications and maybe you can't
4: reveal all the information yet but what's going on there yeah i don't know so brad might not be able to go i mean i'm still like hoping and crossing my fingers uh but if not we do have some backups mm-hmm. and i don't know if i can share that information because nothing's official okay uh Nothing's been confirmed and I don't want to give you guys like, yeah, this is gonna happen. It's not uh the case. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, like once we know exactly what the squad's gonna be, um, we're gonna make sure it's announced and yeah, and represent the fallen squad, which by the way, I haven't talked about, but my our sponsor for this last event has been very helpful, very accommodating. How's uh, that been going? Yeah. It's been good because I don't know if you saw there's some drama. We were actually signed with Team Elevate. <laughs> right. And uh a few days before the tournament, uh, they they actually dropped us from their squad, which is totally fine sure. and everything. But you know, not being able to represent an org um, kind of sucks. You know, it just reminded yeah. me of like, oh, it's back in the '05 days of just going to a tournament with jeans and a sweatshirt, which I did wear, I guess, at the tournament. But uh, <laughs> you know, they they came through and they they, they supported our team, uh, and you know, I can't say enough about them. They're they're Great people to work with, so.
0: Yeah, he might be in the chat, but big shout-out to Venom. Who's, yeah, uh, Venom has the in.
4: man. He, yeah, he's he, the man. I speak to him almost every day. Man, has been killing every fall in sports. Yeah, he's been, he's been doing his job. Let's go, let's go. I'm,
0: I'm hoping for big
4: things from you guys.
0: I know Frosty's kind of, uh, you know, he's got Call of Duty, he's got other priorities and whatnot, but, uh, but hopefully he makes a comeback, and if not, hopefully the replacements that you guys have are, are just as excellent. Uh, oh! I'm sure
4: the replacements are good they're, they're good just-
0: i've heard i've heard they're pretty amazing but it's they're under wraps venom yeah. venom we we've been yeah. talking he said they're they're pretty amazing yeah. but he won't tell me just yet
4: yeah.
0: yeah okay okay well this is going to be exciting no doubt um so We've got two events, two great things to look forward to, and then we have other big things to look forward to. And I know, guys, in the chat, we've got a Q&A right after this. We're almost there. If you have already been asking questions, great. Feel free to start asking questions if you haven't already. If you have anything you want to ask neighbor, this is the best time to do so. Um, but before we get there, let's talk about Halo Infinite. Did you watch the reveal trailer? Tony, play up some of it. Let's watch it, talk about it. We'll do a play with no audio. Uh, man, tell me about this. What do you think?
4: Uh, so- yeah, no, I watched the trailer, and the first thing that popped into my mind, honestly, was Avengers. Uh, Avengers. Endgame. Okay. Wait, no, Infinity War. When you know, when the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, run into Thor and he smacks against the window. Right. So I thought about that, and then my roommate's like, "Dude, Master Chief is now Ma- Princess Leia because you know, similar thing happens. She's in space, boom, bring her in." But with that being said, once they showed the suit, I Look was like. Yeah, Sparth is so Sparth is the the art director at three four three, and my God, he did an incredible job. Like he, Chief is looking green. He's looking thick. Yeah. Uh, I mean it it Speed. it looks it no, looks exactly. great. Yeah, yeah no, I, I love it. I I love this trailer. I think it's I think it's good. I don't think it it, it tops you know my favorite, the Starry Night Sky or whatever the heck it was called, but the Halo three one. Um, but it's definitely yeah no it it got me hyped. It's kind of a bummer though because I was also expecting gameplay. Yeah, uh, because of the you know the leak or whatever it was from the Xbox Magazine saying that there was going to be gameplay in the show. Right. right. Um But yeah, I don't know. It was. Uh, I think a lot of people, you know, enjoyed seeing the Chief back and hearing Cortana's voice. Uh, definitely a lot of hype, you know. Hearing the shield
0: recharge sound, which is like definitively Halo One. Like, look at those hands. You know, I'm not even he-
4: lie to you. If that's the HUD. I love it. Yeah, no. it looks nice. If that's it, what the gameplay hood is, I love it. There's no radar. <laughs> it's just the bar, shield, and yes. health like that is... No radar. That's hot. That's hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, looks freaking sick. Look at that man's back. Like he's clearly like twice the size of this dude too, though. He's and that's how it should be. I think just they they nailed everything about the art direction and the sound here. And just the biggest thing is is, is it's it sends a message. It sets this precedent for for what to expect going forward. Uh, I mean, what do you think? Like, what do you think they're going to do with it? I Could they, they still have to innovate as far as multiplayer goes? I feel like there still needs to be innovation in certain areas. They could take it back. How do you
4: think they would be able to innovate it while taking it back at the same time? You know, that's a good question. I've never really been a big campaign guy. Um, but Campaign's going to slay. I think that's like a big I, yeah, like think, separate think multiplayer awesome. even. Yeah, yeah, I think this would be awesome. You know, I, I, I really don't know the direction – they're going or what they're going to do all i know is that the team that's working on the game now i i have full confidence in i think it's going to be really good uh you know the the leadership at that studio with bonnie kiki chris lee um you know they're all they all know what they're doing I, and i think that it's going to be a solid game i really look forward to it you know and it's awesome being a part like being a fan again because now it's like everything's mysterious. Like right. I get to You're wait waiting waiting in line right. at midnight. Right. Like I'm, I'm actually stoked.
0: Yeah. So. And I mean, as a guy who was previously on the pro team and now they have another pro team, do you think they've, I feel like they've learned a lot. Has there been like a big transition between like then pro team and now as far as, you know, like, no, it's the same type. of No, thing? no, no.
4: I, I think, I think they learned a lot from our pro team. We yeah. were not, <laughs> our, our, our pro team was definitely an experiment. Okay. Um, I think within the studio that at some points I don't think they knew what to do with us. Um, okay. okay. And so yeah, I think I think they that pro team is definitely much more refined and uh, uh, you know there there are a lot of they hired some of the best you know the clutch assault Nickwin, Hines
0: yeah l Town uh, yeah
4: out here really smart uh,
0: baby J. yeah uh, and he's good on PC too from like Counter Strike so yeah it's They the need to get a mix
4: yeah yeah so I mean I I think they have just a a great group of guys that um, can really help shape the game in a good way for competitive gamers. And then on top of that, you know, everything that Tashi and Elizabeth has done so far with the grassroots tournaments, um, you know, I mean, they're, they're killing it as well. And I think that, you know, there's, there's nothing, um, nothing more. Well, there's a lot to look forward to. um, And I'm also, you know, I'm just really optimistic about the state of competitive halo. And I, you know, I think it's going to be good.
0: I'm happy to hear that, man. I've got a lot of optimism coming into this too, especially just kind of seeing excitement from some of the biggest personalities. Like you said, you got to get Summit, you got to get Ninja, you got to get Dr. Disrespect on board. You get those guys on board. That's easily just massive, you know, audiences of people that would never be exposed to it. The Fortnite kids are like, what the heck is Halo? They're going to come in and and start to get excited about it too. Sure. Um, Yeah. And I mean, as far as like, uh, advancing, innovating the game, I've been thinking, like, is there a way... Because what Halo 3 did, from Halo 2 to Halo 3, instead of changing mechanics with the Spartan, they changed the environment around the Spartan. They did things like equipment, where you throw out, like, a radar jam, or you got, like, a a boost or whatever, like the launch pad, right? And none of that was used in competitive play. It was taken out. Um, But could stuff like that be modified and implemented in a better way? You know what I mean? Like, if you throw a launch pad and it just snaps out nice and quick and clean and it sends you at a lower, more controlled height and it's like, I, I don't know, like, could that be used? Or like, uh, I, I'm just thinking, how can you change the environment around the player without doing like heavy modifications to the
4: mechanics of the Spartans? Sure. I mean, you know, that, having innovation I, there, I don't know. Just, I think that's a great question. And it's a question that doesn't even like come across in my head anymore, just because, you know, I don't work there. And it's something I don't happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm just more so looking forward to whatever product they put out. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to experience in that for the first time and then also you know learning it. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. But I'm sure you know that the example that you use, yeah. I, I think I think anything is really um, you know especially with you know some of the gameplay iterations that they had in the past there's definitely ways to enhance and maybe make it competitively viable because you know equipment for example it wasn't one in competitive it play. wasn't yeah but if you think about it like how Counter Strike is like you know with flashbangs and smokes Sure. I'm sure there's a way that they could implement it into Halo. But, yeah. you know, maybe that's discussions being had
0: currently. I I have no clue. I'm sure there's know. a lot of discussions being had, a lot of back and forth. Sure. Hopefully they get to try out a bunch of things and, and just see what works best. And and in the end of the day, like you said, I'm kind of taking an open-minded approach to it. I like Halo 5. I like Halo 3. Whatever it is, I'm going to learn it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to break it down. So I'm, I'm good for that. Hey, you're a uh, true Halo fan. <laughs> thanks, man. As now, as far as uh, what the audience is saying here in the chat, let's jump into our Q and A and see what uh, what the people have uh, to ask you here. We've got uh, I'm terrible reading names, guys. It's uh, M X N G I N A, which looks like Jaina on the end. Mix Mix gina. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I uh, Love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who who does Neighbor like to compete against as a competitor competitor other than Snipedown?
4: Roy. Easy, 100%. I'm not going to lie. So at this tournament, we ended up beating Reciprocity after they reverse swept us. And by the way, after we got reverse swept in the pool play, uh, you know, I think Aaron said on the interview with Lottie that it didn't really mean anything. We just needed to win our pool. I was fucking livid because I played like absolute shit the last couple games. And losing to Roy and Snipedown and Launch and Ola, that is personal to me. I fucking hate hate losing to those guys. Why? And so... Just because you know we used to team, there was some things that were said, and, and throughout right. the years we're just uber competitive, and right. neither of us like to lose to each other, right? Like if Lunch and Roy lose to me, they're fucking not happy, right. and vice versa. So the fact that we we're able to 4-0 them, especially after uh, you know they they had some really uh, hot series against the teams that they beat, and we're coming off this you know this this uh, series with talks that lasted. Which felt like forever because a lot of the games want the distance. Right. Uh, to four o them, I cannot tell you that was like a a tournament win for me. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, like I was fucking stoked. I, again, I didn't show emotion, but I I was so elated, and yeah. um and it had to do also with the fact that at UGC St Louis. We actually lost. They knocked us out of the tournament. And before that, there's an interview. Snipedown talk shit. Roy talked shit. Oh and I'm God. sitting there with my headphones on, like, like, I couldn't really say anything because I knew our team probably wasn't going to win. Yeah. You know, like our, our team going into that event was really, you know, unprepared. And uh, God, if it is still like thinking about it, I fucking love it. And I saw Roy on <laughs> Sunday night. Wow. And I talked so much shit to them. Oh, people. no. Oh I mean, God. it's all in good fun. Right, like, yeah. all in good fun. Like, God, dude, yeah. It was, uh, I, I love beating those guys. I love that these rivalries still exist,
0: that you can go all the way back, because this is stuff that people have missed forever, you know what I mean? Like, when I look at those old YouTube videos, like, the neighbor, there, the, was the tribute video that we had as the, the preview, people in the comments are like, man, I just, I, I missed these good old days in Halo, or just, it's a shame that people missed out on this version of Halo, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. seeing some of these, these like, not ancient, but, like, legendary, I guess, rivalries come back and still be present, I think is really nice to see. So, uh, that's that's just cool. As a viewer, keep yeah. it up. <laughs> um, Stormy V2, what's your favorite moment of being at tournaments?
4: Uh oh, my favorite moment. I mean, it, that's, you know, tough to say. I mean, it, uh, you know, honestly, just going to events and, and being with your teammates in person and competing with them uh, and competing against the people that you play against online is, is pretty special itself. I mean, that's one thing I loved when I was younger, when I was competing is I got to fly it to, to different States, you know, as a teenager and, and meet yeah. friends that I talked with every single day online on Xbox live. Um, and so that's really special. I mean, obviously winning a tournament is extremely special. Um, there are a lot of really memorable moments Yeah, that have been created through you know my experiences at events that you know i'll cherish forever
0: yeah it would be really hard to probably identify just like one specific thing
4: once yeah almost impossible yeah yeah
0: yeah but yeah you're right i mean as a teenager traveling around to play video games damn dude like you you were killing it back as a teenager man Uh, i mean still are but hey uh skills says uh neighbor if you could team with anyone right now who would you want to team with
4: uh, if I could team, I mean, obviously my team, but anyone outside of my team, um, you know, it would definitely be, you know, Lunch Roy. So you still still want to team with him again? Oh better yeah, no, better, I'd rather fight team. with him than no, against no, him. No, I I would love to. with <laughs> <play. Like, laughs> yeah, we yeah. hate playing against each other, but I'd love to team with them. You right, know, you don't have to worry about playing against each other anymore. Yeah, a team with yeah. Snapdown is something I've always wanted to do. Um, you never have, have you? Never teamed with Snapdown. I mean, we we teamed, I think, in the one of the All Star events.
0: two v two or something, right?
4: No, there. Well, for the MLG All-Star events back in the day, I think they put Ron on the West Coast okay. team, um, and so I'm pretty sure him and I were on the squad for that. But uh, we've never actually competed in you know tournament together, like an actual tournament. So you know he's he's one of those guys I'd love to play with. That's a uh,
0: classic rivalry right there with the uh, the interview pre-game yeah. an interview. And you uh, yeah. you acted like you were scared of him. Lethal copied you back in Halo 5 as well with the same. The same yeah.
4: thing? Yeah. She's my, my little bro. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so we also have Stormy V2. Uh, how did you compare this land to Xbox 360 H3 land? Does it feel the same? I mean, this is,
4: yeah. It's tough to say because I, I haven't played Xbox 360 Halo 3 land in, in a while. Uh, I mean, I know it feels different. You know, it feels... Uh, the MCC version feels much more fast-paced. Obviously, because it's at you know 60 frames per second. So there's some yeah. jumps, like for example, on bottom, bottom gold on Guardian the it's top not gold, the same. That jump is definitely harder on the MCC, I and mean, the timing is different yeah. compared to like through CC. It's like you kind of botch the jump, but still hit the jump. Yeah. Um, so there, those are those are kind of like the differences. On top of the fact that I I, I don't know, but personally, I feel like the auto aim is different. Um, there's two different types
0: like, of eight too. There's like modern and the classic.
4: Well there's that, but it also feels like to me personally there's more magnetism. Uh you know outside of red reticle range. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Who knows? But um that's just my take on it. I don't I don't know. Hmm.
0: Okay. Um Erica uh wait. Eric Airkick. Sweet. Uh how will you play Halo Infinite or sorry, will you play Halo Infinite professionally? Also, what about reach tourneys until that game releases?
4: I... Uh, Okay, that's a loaded question. Right. I, I honestly haven't thought about if I play Reach competitively. I mean, I'm assuming, you know, uh, it would obviously be on the PC. Um, And I, I feel like I do have the skills to transfer over from... Oh, yeah? Because I do play Counter-Strike. Nice. I'm a big League of Legends guy, so, you know, I'm comfortable with the mouse in the hand. And okay. the finger's on the WASD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it, it it's all dependent on what happens. You know, it's definitely a big hypothetical because... If that's where you know the HCS decides to uh, you know lean towards you know uh, reach tournaments, I mean I'll, I'm sure I'll give it a shot. Um, and you know if that's what we're planning until the launch of Halo Infinite, then so be it. You know I, I, like I said I'll give I'll give it a shot. There, there, there's definitely nothing. You know I'm not I'm not saying I won't play it, but we'll see. Right. Yeah. Right. Right.
0: Uh, I feel you. I, I don't. I think it'd be weird if they went 100% PC. You're you're kind of axing out your your legacy there. It would. And I I understand crossplay, but then eventually crossplay might become just mouse and keyboard because Maybe. you know.
4: Yeah. Yes, well, it'll be interesting too because if you, like if you think about the end of uh, competitive reach, uh-huh. there were a lot of forge maps that were built for the competitive scene. So I don't know if they that's something that they still have. You know. Right in the game or if that's in that playlist. I'm not sure. So it will definitely be interesting because Reach is one of those games that launched with terrible terrible arena maps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's two and they had to be forged. Like, Zealot you had to put sandbags in the lift so you don't go into outer space. Right. And Countdown (laughs) uh, you know, they had to add different, you know, forged pieces so it was better competitively. But besides that, you really didn't have anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting for sure. Um, and, I mean, on top of the fact that you improve the FPS and you get rid of that motion blur, things could change there. And we know for a fact that it is the, the like competitive version of Reach, so the no-bloom, no-sprint version that you'll oh, be playing is that, in is the that hardcore else? playlist. Yeah, that's the plan there is to play the hardcore version from the get-go, so that's nice. Hey, that's, that's nice. a, that's a that's big one for you for a, thing. That's I a like that's it. That's a big win, yeah. I like yeah. it, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, it skill, yeah. Sorry, what's that?
4: I was just going to say, yeah, I, I, I hate Bloom. Bloom sucks. It's terrible. So. Inconsistency with your
0: shot when you land nice shots like that, I don't, yeah, nobody wants to see that in, in a game like Halo. I felt like I a coin flip
4: every time. Yeah, you
0: don't want that. That's, yeah, yeah I completely don't. agree. Uh, skills, are you going to stream more often?
4: Uh, the plan is to stream more often. The problem is, is uh, there's a couple things with streaming. So, one, number one, my, I don't have the best internet. And so when I stream and try and play a game, it noticeably feels worse. Yep. And so when I play some, you know, when I play Halo matches, it just feels like stuff I'd hit or like the reason why I die, I, I just mentally have it like clocked in as like, it's because I'm streaming. Uh-huh. Um you know, it's uh-huh. it's something I, I like doing, I enjoy doing it. Um Yeah, skills, I'll start streaming. I got you. I'll start streaming. <laughs> I got you.
0: Well, I, I feel you, that. though, man. And I'm, I'm nowhere, like, I'm not a pro, so like, I'm not going to pretend that I, I know on that level. But, like, when I stream, I feel it, man. It feels different. It's, it feels it's hard to play different. as well. It's yeah. coupled with the fact that people are watching you with expectations, and if you don't hit something, then it's very easy to get in your own head and be like, fuck, like, I'm not playing the way I want to be playing, that, and I can't have fun if but I'm not playing same the time way I'm like I, I,
4: I think that's actually a good practice tool for players that sure. you know, kind of, like, crumble under that the circumstances of, like, right. knowing that people are watching. it. You know, you have to have a different mentality when that, that does, you know, when you're in those situations.
0: It definitely toughens you up for sure. When you If you can go through that and keep a positive mindset, stay, stay energized and keep entertaining people, then I think that, that does set a good precedent in that regard. Sure. The uh, last in uh, D-Zero, do you want Sprint in Halo Infinite or no? Uh,
4: personally, well, so, no, I don't want Sprint in competitive, uh, you know, the competitive arena. Now, in regards to like something like if I want to play big team or even campaign, yeah. I don't mind it. Uh, Sprint, to me, has always been uh, the biggest issue in terms of how it breaks the core gameplay mechanics for what makes Halo, Halo. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously, it started with Reach. And even when it came out with Reach, I hated it. Um because that whole that mental timer that you have, when you see someone right, right. I'm gonna use a map that everyone knows, Sanctuary, for example. Right. When you see someone run across their bonfire, the little window that leads to sword in the middle of the map, and you see them run towards the courtyard, you have like if you're an experienced Halo player, you know, you all have different a mental timer
2: there. Yeah. of
4: where they could be or where they can't be. So then you could throw yeah. a pre-Nade at your jump up. And if it, if you don't see that, you know, like if you don't see him there, then you know that maybe he went back to their court or he's like in this area. Now, the okay. thing with sprint is sprint introduces that other variable, that unpredictable variable of, all right, you just saw this guy cross here, but he sprints, mm-hmm. you know, at this speed, at this mm-hmm. different speed, and now he's in this area. So it's like it's just it's, it's less uh, predictable, I guess, and that's something that I think is important because that's what the top Halo players really use to show the difference of skill gap between high-level player and Average player. Interesting.
0: Yeah, you're correct. It kind of, instead, you're not really thinking about that as much anymore. And you're kind of just, uh, I guess, fighting for a better position. Pre- like, so yeah, something kind of. Change in that with Halo Five it opens it up even more. It's just there's like a, a million different routes to get places oh. and it's very quick. But it, then yeah. it doesn't really become as much about that as much as it is just being the guy who can assert more pressure on the enemy team and being you know better at those specific. So it changes the dynamic, which ends up being fun in its own right. But I understand how it destroys that kind of
4: original core experience that that people were used to well, and loved. And on top of that, you know the escapability I think is another issue because right. you know Halo has always been about who has the best shot, you know, Mm -hmm. from Halo 1 through 3. And you kind of lose that because of the fact that, you know, if you're down, you know, one burst or whatever, you're out. You're running, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think, in my opinion, it it, it adds a lot of uh, negatives to the MP arena experience. But at the same time, I think others would argue with me because, you know, the people that started playing, you know, Reach as their first Halo game, they could say, well, you know, this, this, and this. So it's, it's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And it, it, it can go on and on in circles. I mean, with Halo 5, yeah, you could thrust to get out of there or the, some of the best players won't thrust. They'll save the thrust till the end of the fight or whatever right. it is. Like they'll find, you know, other advanced ways to navigate those situations. But you are correct that if in, in Halo 3, if if you get hit by that first shot, you have no choice. Like in certain scenarios, you have no choice but to turn around and just assault that man with confidence and, and try to win that fight. And like, you can't really run away from from many situations. Yeah, so map like, position. You're down, you're down. Thing.
4: Yeah, yeah, that position is extremely important. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, and that's why it's it's becomes so incredible when you have that that play against cloud when you should be dead, but you you know you manage to outplay the guy something like that with uh you know with a yeah. crazy shot. Uh, yeah. uh, Star nine one one seven. What platform will you be on for Infinite?
4: Uh,
2: Xbox. <laughs> I Xbox mean, I'm, a, I'm an Xbox
4: guy, so I guess yeah. Is this, is Scarlet the new one? That's, That's apparently it. 8K, 120
0: FPS is going to blow our minds.
4: Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm there. I'm there. Scarlet, I guess. Thanks for Scarlet. I'll
0: be there. Right. I got no aimbot. Says, uh, are you going to make another real life montage with uh, Furion? Furion?
4: Yeah, Furion. Who's the editor? I've talked about it so many times uh, of the possibility of a montage of V2 coming out because I don't know if. It, the majority of the halo i think about halo fans have seen it it's one of the cringiest montages of all time okay and at the time i was like dude this is the coolest I'm just, i look so cool i'm driving a car <laughs> i'm making out with this hot chick like oh no i haven't seen. i mean part no, no. i mean the, the mindset wasn't like dude i'm gonna make myself look like the coolest person of all time but it's like you know i have a a, a, di- a dinner scene with my special significant other and it's like candle lit and it's pizza on my paper plates like it's dumb shit right but okay. at the same time, like it is cringy, and I can't watch it. Like I, I honestly, that is one of those videos on YouTube that, if I like, if I see it, I just like I, I like clam. How did I not job.
0: find this when I was doing my research? I wish I uh, found this. Thanks for not finding it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And if you haven't seen it, Alex, I, I recommend you do not watch it.
0: I don't know. You got me tempted to go check it out now for sure. <laughs> So so there's a chance that you might try to to do a, another real life or your uh
4: Yeah, no, it's definitely yeah, if I was gonna, if I was you know going to do it over yeah. again uh you know and, and make a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely possible. We'll see
0: uh tyson rutschman rutschman seven says uh did i miss the controller segment uh have him show his controller if he has it that's fair i didn't actually bring it up i had like 18 questions for you and i was like i will just go to the Q and A,' and i'm not going to include absolutely everything but what i typically do is uh do you have your controller with you can you show yeah. It to us yeah uh, and how do you play on your controller are you clawing Do you have paddles uh okay
4: name? so i have a basic controller it's just a black xbox Fun fact, fun fact. Okay. At the DreamHack tournament, my controller did break on Friday, uh-huh. so it broke Friday night. The USB cord. Um, and so my buddy Kevin Clutch actually provided me with his controller. So this is his controller, and I, I love it. It's amazing. It's just a normal Xbox One S controller. And how I play is I shoot with my middle finger, uh-huh. and I have my pointer finger. Either here or it's here on the bumper. Uh, um, so I've always semi-clawed so, um, yeah. because I started, like I said earlier, with Halo 1. And if you guys remember way back then, you know, when I was 11 years old, I was playing with a Duke controller, and I could not for the life of me press the A, B, X, but, Y buttons with my thumb because oh, the yeah. controller was just too big. Yeah. And so that's how I, uh, I compensated for the lack of small hands at the time with clawing. Uh, so. but
0: it almost feels more natural to claw on the duke than like any other controller like i went back and i held it the, because they had the remakes of the duke yeah. and i tried clawing on it i was like no wonder people clawed like this actually feels good like Dude, it, it makes so much more sense
4: that controller is like a
0: football in your hands like it, it is yeah.
4: big it's it is the distance definitely...
0: between the stick and the buttons too is nice like you don't feel like yeah. your hands are getting like real close well, i mean it's, to... it's
4: it's the controller for men alex you know like <laughs> the, the, the shit we're playing on now is for kids you know yeah. so it's like
0: but, yeah. and I mean, if you, let, let me see your thumbs on the controller, like, because this is some weird shit that I've been thinking about, but what I noticed is a lot of players who are really good at Halo actually have, like, long thumbs. Like, if you look at, like, yeah. snipe down, and you
4: don't really, you're more of the, the wider, shorter, well, so, thumb. you know say, what I mean? And I'm not I, that... I've thought about this a lot as well. So thumb right. placement is interesting. If you look at where people place their thumbs right. on the sticks, like, some people have it on the inside, like, SK, Halo God, he had it on the inside. Okay. Uh, some people, like me, I have it on the outer edge. You are on the outer edge when you play? You're not even fully... right. on the outer edge. So your your ability to hit, like, really
0: fine-tuning, like, you know what I mean? You get, like, a lot of precision there. It's interesting. Yeah,
4: yeah. And so, but it's, I really, personally, like, it comes down to personal preference. It's it's like one of those things, like, you're not going to shoot like Kobe. You're not going to have the same four as Ray Allen when you shoot a three. It's really what is most comfortable for you and just owning that, so. Yeah.
0: Do you think about whether or not that that position, whatever thumb position that you feel most confident in where you hit the best shots, do you ever think about, like, if your thumb slips off of that in certain scenarios? Like, I have a bad habit sometimes when I go for the melee in Halo 5, where my thumb kind of slips off its natural position when I hit the melee, and then I realize for that split second, I'm not quite ready for the next shot. I don't know if you ever... Because if you sacrifice that form, you lose confidence. You miss those shots. That's what I've been thinking about is, like, is there any point where you sacrifice that ultimate,
4: most confident form with your thumb on the right stick? You know, I don't know if I've ever gone, like, that deep in a – and it's not a bad thing. Yeah, I think it's it's important. It is is important to think about, like, okay, in this situation, I could have killed him if I did this. But it's also looking at the situation in a different way as well. Because putting yourself in situations in Halo, there are always different options, right? Right. And so it's like maybe it's like instead of going top beyond foundry and going for you know the melee on the guy, you know, I I throw a nade and jump to the side, you know, and and do something like, you know, there's there's just different ways to look at it, and I don't really think it's um the best to look at like the technical aspects of like, you know, what what your hands are doing, more so it's important to think about like, all right, I'm what's my play here? What's the most optimal play? What puts me in a position to get that, you know, easy double kill uh, with being in less danger, stuff like that.
0: Right, right. Which, in the end of the day, that's the most important thing to think about. But that's because you've gotten, you played the game so much, and you've gotten to the point where all of this other stuff, the, the like mechanical stuff that you're doing, is muscle memory. It's happening oh, in the background. Memory. You're very sure. confident in what you do. So I guess it depends on where you're at with Halo. If you're newer to it, you want to try to think about these mechanical things that these players are doing naturally. So you know, that you, what? Can, you can get better faster. And then once yeah. you get to that muscle memory, then you just
4: remove that. You think about and, the strategy of play in the moment, whatever it is yeah yeah and the perfect example of that real fast is i tried to get back into halo 5 Mm -hmm. and compete in that even though i wasn't allowed to and yeah no i was consciously thinking about like should i have you know should i thrush shoot there or like should i shoot crouch thrush like i I was i was consciously thinking about technical stuff for that game but it's one of those things too like you hit it right on the head it's not muscle memory for me so like for players like that yeah sometimes you know you do have to practice your skills. And and there are a lot of different ways to do that, you know, like whether it's Octagon or Point Free For all. Right. Um. So yeah, yeah. I recommend that those players hit the sticks on those maps for sure.
0: Thank you for that question, Tyson, because uh, that actually brought forth a pretty cool discussion. That's actually kind of cool. Thank you. Uh, so uh, S.M. Ducker says, UGC, uh, you any uh, up-and-coming new players to look out for? Up-and-coming
2: new players? Uh...
4: I mean, I, I I don't know really because I mean I, if you look at if we're talking about free for all, obviously the guy that won the was an Un- ugly monkey. Oh, empty ugly monkey or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen
0: that tag around. Yeah. Yeah,
4: and, yeah. Free for all. That guy's. I watched him play the championship match and he just dominated. But yeah. I, in regards to like four v four, um, it's tough to say because I think I think you know the top eight teams they're all. Pretty much, you know, people that you'd want to look out for. I guess like the the Infinite Squad is still a squad that I think can really turn it on. I mean, I think Falcated, uh, you know, Shotzi, Boo, Tusk. Like those guys are all all still young, very young. Well, three of them were were Halo Five guys, right? And then yeah, Tusk is like kind of like the MCC kid yeah. that has shown that he can compete with the best of the best. It's like Gabriel uh, in Fantasy. Yeah, and it's, and yeah, and they're scary. You know, if if they're if they're going, if they're on, you know, if they're feeling themselves, they're like. You know, all of the shots are ridiculous, and like mm. competing against them, it, it's definitely a little terrifying.
0: Yeah. Uh, Frosty Evades. Uh, do you think the competition in London will be up to par with events in the
3: U.S.?
4: Uh, I don't. Uh, and it's not. I'm not knocking London or the players that are in that region, but it's just more so the fact that a lot of the North American teams cannot make it over there. Um, and that's just. Um, right. right. You know, it, that's what it is, and so. You know, I I think there are some some very talented players yeah. uh, in that region. Uh, you know, Jimbo <laughs> is one of those guys that really stands out. I watch his stream, and I and I've known him for a really long time. Um, and and his squad are, are solid. They came, they placed top eight, I think, at this last event. I Think so, yeah. Um, Sage so yeah. esports, yeah, yeah, Sage, isn't it? yeah. And so you know, it's definitely not going to be as competitive, but you know, you never want to overlook any of the teams. So we're going into it, you know, still with, you know, that chip that we want to get a, a win. Yeah.
0: Uh, Proto923, should Halo teams or players uh, have walk up songs? And why would Neighbors Team think about using any other song but the game by Motorhead?
4: <laughs> That's the best question of all time. Is, yeah, Let's I go. 100% agree. So I'm not, uh, like I said, do you have a yeah. walk up song? Is that what you're saying? Or? I mean, so the the game he's talking about is Triple H's theme song. Um, okay. Uh, so if you're a WWE fan, <laughs> right. it's epic as hell. Um, but yeah, no, I think it'd be dope. There, there's actually a tournament. So I'm I'm a big fan of the FGC, so the fighting game community. Right. Me too. And there's a there's a tournament called CEO where yeah, every yeah, it's year, in the, the ring. Yeah. It's in the ring. And every year players come out to different theme songs, and it's just it just adds to the atmosphere, adds to the grandeur of like you know being at the tournament uh if we had our own specific song it would be like you know made for our team it'd be dope it'd be cool to like see snipe down and ola walk out to like yes. you know their theme song looking like that while the you know people are cheering like yeah Or not looking like badasses that, not. Would just, looking, that would be really dope yeah but that would be <laughs> hilarious as well like were looking like super cool like doing yeah. poses like just oh, it'd be hilarious
2: cringe be. yeah
4: yeah but you're right. It needs to
0: happen. Actually, that I think about it like you're one of those people who have more personality in Halo, right? Like you, you kind of shine not just as a player, but you like to bring that personality on the stage. I, I remember back at and I couldn't I didn't go and find the clip, but at a UGC St. Louis, you said something about
4: whooping their ass or something on stage. It was, yeah, yeah. It was a
0: little it was a little cringy, but yeah, it was. Yeah,
4: that was directed specifically towards lethal, and I think we ended up losing the very next series, so it's a uh, big flop. Big flop. But,
0: but it needs to be in Halo because that's where you create fans, and that's where you create narratives, and that's you know that's that's what lets the game live on. So I, I think. Uh, I think that's a good question, Proto. I think we should have, you know, walk-up songs or something like that, or have, like you said, you like the fighting game community. I've said this a million times. We need summit for Halo when Halo Infinite comes out, like the summit house, and all the pro players go to the house. They play against each other. They they do fun events like mafia and shit like that. Like it's, yeah, it's it's a good time. That'd be awesome. Uh, Smash guys do that right now. It's a great time. Anyway, um, Skyline. Uh, Does Neighbor miss the land network, and does he still talk to Tots?
4: Uh, I do miss the LAN network. Some of the best times of my life with some of my, you know, uh, favorite people that I've met through gaming Uh, because, you know, we, we compete, we practice, but at the same time, like, we would have ridiculous times outside of the whole Halo stuff. So uh, it was a great, it was a great uh, time in my life. And I haven't talked to TOS in a while. I'm hoping uh, with, you know, this next tournament being in Chicago, I'll be able to see Mr. P, you know, Mr. and Mrs. P, uh, and see you know ants i'd love to see ants because he is one of the funniest kids of all time um but yeah so uh definitely gonna get in touch with them Uh before. yeah are the pinocchio still big halo fans uh i know mrs p you know she likes a lot of the halo stuff that you know we post to social media right um mr p i you know he hasn't been around for a while so he they might still watch. I'm not sure. I hope he does, you know. Like I know, you know, he's one of out of all the guys, you know, that would support our teams, like he he was such a competitive guy and yeah. always wanted our team to win. Or whatever team Ants was on, you know, he wanted them to win badly and uh right. yeah, no, it it'd be awesome to see him and I really hope they turn out
0: uh you know what it, this makes me think of is you know like some of the uh the halo okay there's one it's pro halo mom or whatever it's uh aces yeah, ace the, is the, the parents mom. that support their uh their pro yeah. players yeah, yeah there's yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of them it's actually pretty funny on twitter yeah they've got ace's mom and she'll yeah. retweet any of ace's stuff she likes like the breakdown of stuff that i did on ace there's a couple other moms though too and they all know each other and they're yeah. all friends there's other yeah. I, I think it's spartan's mom has spartan's sure. mom
4: and dad they're pretty invested anyway well, a whole other thing. yeah i met i met straight uh six dad at, at uh st louis oh, yeah, i did too second yeah and yeah, he's yeah. you know playing against him he's one of those vocal guys in the crowd i'm like dude this guy's annoying as hell i sat next to him when they were in the finals and i had a nice conversation with him great guy like awesome and he's there to support his son like yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of these parents that are really vocal and supportive are are, are good people so the biggest fans for sure the biggest fans
0: uh D Wolfmane, who who currently has the Halo Marbles?
4: It currently has the Halo Marbles. I have the Halo Marbles and I've had them for a long time. So, well, technically myself and Clutchy. So we land in the in my backyard. So Wolfman is my roommate. Okay. In our backyard, we have a yurt, and inside this yurt we have eight OG uh CRT TVs, okay, eight OG Xboxes, and a ton of Xbox One S you Sounds know. Uh, freaking controllers. and so so we land halo 2 quite a bit and the last halo 2 land we had it was in it was a couple months ago uh but it was a 4v4 we had Dursky show up uh a lot of the 343 guys i think mugsy maybe i I, there were a lot of people there i don't remember exactly but it was when it was snowing out here so it was like 20 degree weather three feet high as snow and this yurt is not insulated well so it was cold as fuck. So we're all playing in like two hoodies, jackets, snow oh boots. Jersey doesn't have socks on, like no one could feel their feet because like the snow's melted through the shoes. That sounds terrible. And we're landing hail. Yeah, we're landing. <laughs> the very last series we call it the marbles match, which means whoever wins gets to hold the fake marbles okay. until the next land. Okay. And uh Captain Clutch came through on midship TS. We were down by like twelve. And he just, like, went off, and I think he dropped probably 20 kills or something, and we ended wow. up winning. And if you lose, you hear about it until the next land. So we talk to each other all the time um, about that. And I guess Egan was on our team because I don't know why he'd bring that up. Because I, I was thinking, no, he was on the other team. Like, yeah, he doesn't have marbles. I don't know why he'd expose himself like that. That's, that's <laughs> actually embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Damn, that's actually sick. <laughs> you guys have that. <laughs> Great question, uh, Thank you. <laughs> Um,
0: Skinly's, uh, Mason Cobb, how is the change from being sponsored from a company like MLG to now, uh, a day's esports teams to now, to nowadays esports teams?
4: Yeah. So technically I was never sponsored by MLG. I had a player contract under them to, which meant that any sponsor that was acquired, um, by either myself or MLG, I had to give them 20%. Okay. But... Um, you know, being sponsored by a, a specific company like Dr Peppers or Gunner or Old Spice, is right. definitely different than you know working with the esports team because you know they with Old Spice or and and, and those sponsorships, they pretty much just outlined like we need you to do X, you know, X, Y, and B like for like you had to post a blog, you had to do a tweet, you had to do some other thing like, and you had to do that like twice a month, let's say. Okay. Now. And, and but the difference so far with you know in, in terms of working with like the esports work they're more so like i guess we communicate all the time and we try and like plan uh you know our future with you know what events would be good for the brand and for the for us as you know as a team right um and try and like grow together because if esports is is fairly new not right. many people have heard about them you know before this event mm-hmm. and so with that being said, we're we're as a team like you know we we like working with them a lot and they like working with us so we're just trying to grow and and become and try and make something special out of it and see right. where and, and it definitely has a lot to do with where you know the competitive Halo community and scene will be in the future but I think you know starting now um and and leading up to it I think we can do a lot together so yeah yeah more of kind of a grassroots approach in a way
0: and uh, yeah. an ongoing ongoing conversation for sure yeah uh interesting uh second last question tony's like outlining the okay so uh i got no aimbot. says is mason gonna make another halo music video
4: is mason gonna make another halo oh uh dude i forgot about that video yeah so i was in a video god i don't remember the youtubers that it's the did you see the video it was i'm in love with halo did it's it? like the okay this so is another like,
0: video i gotta put on the list now it's a
4: one direction song you know that's oh what no. makes, you know like uh, oh god i saw
0: song? you dancing at oh the god. end of uh a tribute to you at the very end in the credits or something you were oh like dancing god. yeah
4: was what I? what was that, that i, dance? That, I so, think so
0: yeah and you had some serious some yeah, <laughs> so that was, <laughs> some that, that was
4: that was lady gaga <laughs> bad when bad romance first came out i oh god uh, dude <laughs> I uh, learned the dance steps uh, in my room while my parents were downstairs.
0: Uh, uh, that's unrelated, I guess. That's know,
4: another thing. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. I think it's because <laughs> that dance was like the thing, and I was like, I swear to God, I made that dance video for a girl, and it ended up on the internet. I don't know. Anyway. Damn. But um, yeah, no, probably not. There, I, I mean, unless like there was like some YouTuber that's like, I want to collab because your rap skills are dope. And yeah, maybe I'll I'll do a little thing here and there. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Now featuring neighbor, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh okay, last question from Boo Boo Boo. Welcome Boo Boo. Uh what is oh, your fastest Yeah, sorry? <laughs> I love Boo Boo. Oh okay. What is your fastest five K neighbor?
4: Five K, my fastest. Oh, because you
0: guys are both running, right? Because yeah. we had a whole I had a whole discussion with Boo Boo about running and um and so honestly mental, I don't know mental
4: physical health. He he might be beating you now. I don't know. He's been going hardcore. Yeah, no. Him and I had a good conversation conversation about running. My fastest, so I don't. It, it's got to be up there because I mean I'm I'm running seven minute miles, um, and I could run seven minute miles for about six miles straight. Like your, your boy is pretty endurance. Um, my dad used to be a marathon runner, and okay. so he used to take me to events. Um, like I went to Boston with him, and I went to Canada. Um, and so it's something I, I try to stay physically fit, and running is a good release for me, especially if I have like any Halo-related thing that's on my mind. Right. That I get off and not think about. I go for a run, and uh, so I don't. I don't know what the fastest is, but you know, I definitely plan on racing Boo Boo at the next event. That is, that is something I am willing to uh, state on this show. I will challenge Boo Boo to a 5K race for ten dollars. Let's get yeah, it. You've yeah, heard it you're, here. You're, you've heard it here first. Ladies Chicago? Chicago? Is that
0: where it's going down or, yeah, or London? Yeah,
4: Chicago, yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Okay, guys.
0: We have a secondary <laughs> event. HCS Tashi. I see Mugsy now who's just pe- appeared in the chat. We got to get this uh, on film somehow. Uh, Mugsy literally just said, Boo Boo is definitely beating Mason in a foot race. Uh, Hasn't beat by a decade. Ooh. Whoa! Ooh.
4: Mugsy. Damn. you my boy. He just came no, in here to... Yeah, I don't know, just to stir up the. Yeah, uh, the thing is, Uku does have the stride. I'm not gonna lie, he has a stride. But the thing is, is these calloused feet, these 20, 29 <laughs> year old calloused feet, you're not, you're not touching the boy. Too quick. Yeah, I want to see this. I want both, <laughs> both
0: in the game and outside the game. There's competition to be had, and uh, I think we have a lot to be excited about for for Chicago, Chicago, uh, London. There's there's so much coming up, man.
4: A lot, a lot going on.
0: Man, uh, altogether, that was our last question. I gotta say, thank you for coming on the show. This was a ton of fun. Uh, great talking to you, man. I learned so much about you and your career. And uh, and yeah, man, I, I hope I keep getting to learn more. And then hopefully, I get to see you in future events. Uh, great conversation, man.
4: Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, you know, I think you're you're doing a killer job. And congrats, by the way, on getting thank the you, grassroots partnership program. I, I did watch the video of that last <laughs> week, and I think it's very much uh, warranted. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, and I'd love to be on. You know, after we win this London and Chicago event,
0: let's go. We'll have the uh, the post London chat. You can grab Eco and Frosty if they are with you at the time. Maybe oh, just oh. kind of put them on the show. You can shove them in there. We'll get Ace in there too. I'll have all four. you. I don't care. Well, let's let's do it. That's good. <laughs> I think good. Eco said that he would come on if Frosty comes on, but Frosty. So there's a whole thing. Anyway, I got to figure it out. We gotta. I'll talk it. to him. All right, all right. I'll Sounds good, man. Thank you so much for joining me, and uh, and yeah, good luck on the grind, dude. Cool. Thank you, Alex. No problem. All right, that closes our show for today. I forgot to mention this in the beginning of the show, guys. So I'm sorry, but I'm hoping that Tony followed through in in the absence of the announcement, and and that was that we were supposed to be doing a grassroots skin and uh, nameplate giveaway. If that's still happening, the process to enter the contest is to type exclamation mark grassroots in the chat. If you have already done that, great job. I'm assuming we're gonna get the winner of the competition in my chat here. I'm actually not sure though, because I never announced it at the beginning of the show, but hopefully you guys are informed. Hopefully this is still happening. I know, because I go back and I read the comments. Some of you guys are disappointed that you don't get the skin. Like, I'm sorry that you didn't get the skin. Like, you know, just hang out with us and and engage in the show and and have fun. And and maybe that can be your takeaway. It's not just about the BR skin, all right? Anyway, what do we got, Tony? What's the, uh, (laughs) who's the winner of this? Uh, and I'm gonna wait here idly. I'm actually gonna open up the Twitch chat now and see what you guys are up to. If uh, if Tony takes a while. Oh wait, we got it. All right. So congratulations to Lil Hulk, who has won at this time. Thankfully, Lil Hulk's name is uh, is PG13. It's good. I don't have to uh, to talk about other other disgusting things that I had talked about last time. Anyway, wait. Tony says wait. Is there a drama? Did he mess it up? Come on, there are people who came here just for the skin, and they don't care about this show at all. And they just want this. Oh, he's not in the chat. Okay, we got to re-roll. What do we
2: What are we doing? See here, <laughs> I'm I'm calling you out, people in the chat, who just came here for the skin. God damn it. Okay, here we go. We got.
0: Romeo all right, hold on. Let me just mute this. Congratulations, Chromeo, for winning the BR skin and, and nameplate giveaway. Guys, we give this away every single week. You come, you come back next week. You have an opportunity to win it. Maybe we'll throw in a couple extra ones. We had three last week with Tashi. There's always an opportunity to win, and and you can get those goodies. You can hang out, and have a fun time. And of course, we always have another interview with another great player. And and yes, the merch as well. Tony throwing it up before I bring it up, guys. You can buy merch. Also, not only does not only does it support the show, it supports me as well. And that. We'll close the show for the evening. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more Halo news and interviews. See you guys around.